Hey, welcome to Craft Conversation Studios, where we craft a conversation with influential, interesting, and fun guests from around town and talk a little bit about craft beer. We are your hosts, Brian Dales. I'm Caleb Quart. And welcome to the podcast. This week we had Richard Mallett, the Roastmaster General from Coastal Coffee Roasters. We talked a little bit about cross country running, wearing short shorts, photography, canoeing, and driving through the Badlands. Enjoy this episode. Enter into Dales and Garden. All are welcome here. We're gonna have a craft conversation. Please lend us an ear. circle no beginning or end we're gonna have a craft conversation Couldn't that go underneath like the other one? Oh, it's, oh, it's not a long short one. What? Imagine if you I could. I ordered a big enough cord that was way too short. Okay. Imagine if you could paint it green like that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the the. So why couldn't you, you put the short one here and take this one and put it on there? Whatever. We had a oh, cord shit, down the hotel. Man, we're fucking recording right now. All right. Can't you do this? I just do that. you know God. I mean. Can we just get a fucking longer cord? <laughs> Who put thought into this? You or me? Nobody? Your mom. I gave out a lot of business cards today. Matter of fact. You really matter of fact, there's no more in my pocket. I haven't seen they're, your bit. They're all gone. I want to see one. Oh, here you go. He's got one. Let me see these. The prototype. Yeah, there's a lot of information missing on those. Like where you yeah, but I think the people, just, the people just search craft, craft conversations on I the... I got Josh listening to the podcast. On Google. Tipton? Yeah. No way. Well, I mean, he pulled it up on his phone. I showed him how to do it, and he pulled it up and he saved it. So. Oh wow. Yeah. If if he, if he knows how to do it, then he knows how to do it. And just, then I was telling I him how he needs hopes. to get a pair of headphones, and he's like, "I've been thinking about getting a pair like it, but not those ones." He just got married. How's he got time to listen to our podcast? Oh, he he's a delivery. He's guy. a delivery guy. He's always a uh, oh thanks. Oh, he's always he's always on the, the run. Ship. Always yeah. on the run. Always on. He usually the run. listens to the radio, so mm-hmm. he listens to a lot of talk shows. Right. Which is, I feel like the only reason he does that because he doesn't have anything else to listen to. Yeah. Where's uh, he at? I guess so. Where's Richard? Where me? Where's Richard? I'm right about right here. I'm in the yellow. Yeah, he's in the yellow. Should I, I turn know. it this See, way a little bit? I mean, it just seems like he's way yeah, far away, go. but he's picking up all right. Yeah. I'm picking up all right? Yeah. I think it's my voice. It just kind of floats through the air. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. I'm just used to seeing the other people with the other mic that it, needed to be like right here closer. on it. Too close. And, but uh, like I said, different mic. Yeah. So this is the this first is time we've mic? had three compressor mics. Right. So oh, I think, good. Because so I think the three, four inches I noticed the, like a, you could hear like there's three That's different mics said. going on last time. Yes. <clears throat> Definitely. Yeah. So all three of these should be pretty equal in sound and quality. Yeah. Versus last time we sounded great. Or the last couple of times and the guest on the dynamic mic quiet. was just like yeah right like now looking at the audio i can't tell who i still think both of us better. are you know we're past that that line right there whatever that line is how we go into the next color well you want to go into the yellow a little bit right but i don't think richard was going in to that zone to the it yellow just kind of right before it i think you're lying to me brian no now you're, i, <laughs> I think, think you're a little closer i am closer i'm yeah, you're forward. closer <laughs> now. Right, so that's perfect so I think we're in the zone. I think we got it. <clears throat> do we want to turn this eye on too? Do we turn that on? Yeah, man. Do whatever you want to do. Whatever makes you happy. Let's get this guy. But I know what I want to do. Floats your, floats your boat. I want to drink some beer. Some beer. I'm so excited. Bar. This beer. Are we starting off with with Colada? Yeah, thanks for ruining me. You're welcome. Are we live? I mean, quasi-live. Quasi-live. What mean, the fuck does that mean? <laughs> we're live enough that we're recording, but we're only live in this fact that we are the only ones that are enjoying this moment. Right. So we if won't, it gets, this if won't it, be in the if it thing. makes it into the episode, then yeah, this was live. If it doesn't, then this was not live. That's exactly <laughs> what we talked about last time with Josh. Oh, was yeah. it really? Oh wait, I haven't heard. Actually, Josh's. his episode is called the Quasi Live episode. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Because we're kind of live. Wait, so where does that word come not from? Live. Quasi Live. I mean, we're live in the moment, but we're not live when it, it releases on Friday. The same exact conversation. <laughs> What? We had the same exact conversation with Josh. Eventually, we're going to be. AKA, wait till Friday. <laughs> yeah, basically. Eventually, we're going to be live, live. Maybe. We'll do some live, live. But yeah, some of Like with a light that you turn on? Like... Well, we have an on air sign. Yeah, we have an on air sign, but it's not a live yeah. sign. But we're not live broadcasting should... yet. We've got a lot of big plans, everybody. And live shows are one of them, that's for sure. Which is funny because we mentioned that. Oh. We like, mentioned that sign. We should put that in that window up there. That way, or that window, that way people know when they pull up to the house and they come in that we're recording so they don't fuck it up. Make yeah. noise and shit. But, exactly. Yeah. Should have just board up all your doors. But I feel, <laughs> yeah. but I feel like if there's a car that you don't recognize in the driveway, you should know somebody is here. And if you don't see them down there, that means they're up here. So. I don't know. To me, it makes sense, but yeah. to some people, it's not that. It's oddly obvious. specific, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Who could you be talking about? I'm not naming names at all. I know that's good. You should never name names. Talking about the Uber. No. Totally. Yeah. All about the Uber. Sure. Let's turn this off. So. All right. All right. Tell so, me about the beer. Here. What are we doing the beer? Yeah, man. I like jumping right into the beer. Okay. That gives something to sip on. Yeah, it's like like I like keep sipping on this. I'd like to have a beer to complement this nice water. And the last thing you want to do is be thirty minutes deep in a good conversation, and all of a sudden you're like, "Fuck, I don't want to interrupt this like, guy." I'm, but I am so I'm so dry, so dry. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm thirsty. Well, I mean, I got water here. And we got three more water. I have here, water so. right next to me. All right, well, let's get to it. So today we got Richard Mallet on the show, right? So from Coastal Coffee Roasters, he's the Roast Master General. That's what I'm gonna call him up there at Coastal <laughs> Coffee Roasters, and photographer it. aficionado. Um, we're gonna talk to him about a bunch of stuff today. But first off, we're gonna. Like we always do, open a beer. So let's see. We've got down here in the magic bucket. Mm. 
we got I don't this. Even, it's not even that pretty to record because it's bucket. yeah, because it's just kind of a weird can. But this is from the it's beer weird den. Weird can. That's Lowe's. a pretty gra- or a crawler. It's pretty crawler. I enjoy it. It's actually All pretty right. good. So we got the Evil Twin Colada, is what we're drinking today. It's an IPA style uh, with lactose, pineapple, and coconut. Ooh. You guys have been liking the lactose. <laughs> you know what's weird? I, I noticed that when I bought it. Come on, like, don't say it. Another cream thing. Every episode you've talked about your. I'm not going to. I didn't talk it. about it. All right, he brought it up. But... You fucking. So this is eight percent ABV. Um, there's no IBUs listed, so I'm not sure how bitter it is. Isn't it an IPA? Yeah, it's an IPA. With no IBUs, huh? Uh, well, it's not Does, listed on that, here, so it pisses me off. They might like, have come them somewhere. On, guys. So it's not like they're. It's not bitter. It's just they didn't put that. Yeah, they right. didn't tell you. Unit. Yeah, there's definitely going to be yeah. some gotcha. bitterness exactly. in that, but. They didn't list the IBUs, at least on Untapped, and that's kind of the, the place that I go to to figure it out. So, And if I go to Beer Advocate, I don't see any IBUs there either. It just still says 8% alcohol. But Well, I mean, we'll taste it. In the- we'll, we'll figure it out. Ryan, I want to hear your IBU. God dang it. Uh, Hold on. I got to go back. Thing. I got to get back. I've already lost it. Anyway, <laughs> we've already talked about it. We already know what this beer is. Oh, right. So this is a 32-ounce Crowler. We're not going to get all that into these glasses, but we'll do our best. This will be our biggest pour of the, of the season so far, guys. Yeah. Yeah. We'll give that one to Richard. You know what's nice mm, is last time you. you wanted to use a bomber. And look at that, man. Right. And a bomber would be 22 ounces. This is 32, so we got wow. 10 more ounces 10. to deal with. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's what she said, but. Yeah. <laughs> That would be inches, not ounces, but... More inches. Well, I mean, it could be ounces. Girth. Yeah, it would be more like girth. Well, right. Huh? Um, there's a tiny bit more. I'm oh, going to give Richard free. a little bit no, more no, since free. he's a guest. We'll give uh, this glass a little bit more here. At least you're all consistent, right. All Ryan, of the pretty glasses. episodes. Oh, yeah. Very Look at consistent. all that goodness. Thank you. This is one of Do my favorites of all time. Do you want the cannon here? Look at that. Go to your local Lowe's for beer. And other... To other, all right. Yeah, I guess it's other things. <laughs> 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 That's a nice coaster. Which it's like a mouse pad, which I didn't record. I should have. Yeah, Josh liked the coaster too. It's a nice Zen coaster. All right, let's toast it up. To what are we toasting to? Go ahead. Anybody? Sandals. Sandals. Richard sandals. has sandals on. I don't know. I noticed it when he walked in. That is true. I got a story about those. <laughs> all right. Good cheers. Ooh. Wow. That tastes like a pina colada. I mean, that's why they call it a colada, right? Holy right, That's what I'm assuming. It's good, that right? That is very, very coconut. That is, yeah, very smooth. I mean, it's like we're on a tropical island somewhere. We ordered a pina colada with yeah. a little umbrella. We get the sun beating down. Right. Very refreshing. Very low bitterness, too. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's so low they didn't even bother mentioning it. They're like, ah, screw it. Yeah, but I mean, that's worry about it. again, that's spot on. Just like the the nut butter that we had the other night. The flavors are just right You're there. About can we got pants? the pineapple. Yeah, the canned pants. Mm-hmm. We got the pineapple and the coconut. That's beautiful, right? That's very good. I think it's extremely mm. refreshing. Yeah, I got parts nice... before, and I had to now control myself because I want to like that's drink delicious. it so much. I could. That's I could a good drink call. That. I like it. Wow. Thank you, thank you. We are set for a while. Oh, yeah, that's the truth. We got plenty. It's a lot of beer. It's going to be a while before we open the second one. Well, that's good because you said it had to cool for an <clears throat> yeah, hour. Yeah, it's got to cool down a little bit. Just went in the fridge. 
Perfect. Bueno. Bueno. All right, let's hear okay. this story about these sandals. I'm not oh, very intrigued. Right, right. So these sandals. This is not a sponsored story. <laughs> They're a pair of Chacos that were owned by Slayton. Like, probably mm. three years ago. Three, four, three and a half years ago, maybe. And he will probably wore them every day. Like, they got their use in. When, I, when he passed them down to me, like, probably two years ago, year and a half ago, like, they were worn. This, some of the straps were a little bit ripped. And, I mean, I, I wear them every day sometimes. Like, last year, every day. And eventually, the bottoms of them came off. Like, they just, the, the glue <laughs> fell off. And I re-glued it. And I was walking around the other day fishing and just ripped off so i just like ripped off the soul so now i'm, I'm walking around soulless <laughs> are you serious yeah there's no so like yeah. you can see the you can see the straps we'll have to take a picture of these later the bottom oh, of i'm these. definitely gonna be coming <laughs> or taking a picture it's kind of weird this. but I, mean, I think it's kind of interesting with yeah, that kind of story it's a quality product everyone's right here. gotta know wear chacos they're comfortable i could not wear somebody else's shoes at this point to be honest with you especially some of those sandals with the bare feet and yeah own. hey i I, I grew I up wearing Clorox. <laughs> Did you? Oh yeah, oh, a couple times. I grew <laughs> up wearing hand me downs for my older brother for sure. Whether it was pants, shirts, shoes, um, but that's been a long time ago. I don't think I could do it anymore at this point. Just I saying. was the older brother. It's good. Older brother's good. Yeah, we just ran. <laughs> or I am the older brother, not was. We just ran a race uh, this weekend together. He's he's fantastic. He's doing really good. But I don't want to wear his shoes. Wait, was that the relay? Yeah, we did the relay. I saw a sticker weekend. over there. I ran from Asheville to Greenville. That's right. Um, you know, with all these stickers, I've always had an expectation for someone to point one out and say something, and you're the first one to actually do it. Right, and it's not even on the table. And it's not well, even no, that's on the not table. true yeah, because Josh pointed out pork trifecta. He did I totally point that forgot. Out. Yeah, there's some cool stickers on here now. I think we got a, a good yeah, little plethora of stickers. Doing good. We're doing a lot of cool stuff. But yeah, I got this this weekend. We did the uh, Asheville, North Carolina to Greenville, South Carolina relay, 73 miles. How many people? 12 hours and something minutes. Um, I think it was 250 well, teams. Well, on your team? There's six people on our team. On your team, six So we each ran uh, two legs apiece, some people around. You're doing six miles? 10 miles or so. I did around 12. I think my older brother, Bruce, did uh, 15. Uh, another guy, the the big leg on our team, he did, did a 10-mile and a 6-mile, so maybe 16-plus was his leg. So everybody wow. had a little bit different distance, a little bit different difficulty, terrain, right, whatever. Right, different terrain. Yeah. I mean, coming out of Asheville, you got to go through some couple mountains. Dude, the hills were crazy. Yeah. I didn't expect the amount of hills. you start in Asheville? In Asheville. Where did you start? We started at Highland Brewing Company. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right in Asheville. Right, right on the broad. Asheville. That's a, right on the French broad, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So we met there. <laughs> Geography brain. <laughs> yep. And we ended up in uh, Greenville. Took us a long time. 12 different legs. It was 12 hours and some change. I'm not sure the exact exact minutes there at the end, but uh, it was like a 10-minute mile pace out of the six of us for the 12 different legs that we ran. So Hey, that's over 72 miles. That's uh... Yeah, not quite as well as we wanted to do. I had a little bit of trouble with my knee, so I think I I botched the time a little bit. But um, we've been talking about it all day. I don't think we're doing it again next year. And they're almost oh, ready yeah. to sell out for next year's event. They just put it up. Sunday for pre-registration and they opened it up to the public today I think and they're about to sell out in less than 24 hours for next year's race huh. and they've increased it to 350 teams now versus Whoa, you know man. 100 more teams wow. for next year's race we sold out last year the first annual in 54 minutes I think they're 54 hours not minutes 
Yeah. And, uh, this year it's going to sell less than an hour. Some, this year it's going to sell in less than twenty four hours. Wow. So that's some that's a popularity right there. Did that's you get good, a like heads up? that the sale was going to happen soon or is it just all of a sudden hey guys buy your tickets now good luck no we got a, we got an email like the very next morning that said hey pre-registration for the ones who have done it right, right for the ones that have gotcha. done it so gotcha. all of us that did it we got the the email first if we want to sign up again for it so but we're not going to do it I don't think hey you did the experience once I'm not going to lie I thought it was from Somerville to Greenville I have that's a lot longer isn't it see it was a huge distance in my head but I was like no. I guess whatever no, you guys are working it might be. I'd have to look it I up. I think it's like from here to Greenville, it's like two, three hours, two and a half, three hours. Yeah. That's at least 150 miles. Sure. <laughs> That's Ish. a lot of math yeah, in my know. brain right now. Yeah. yeah. That's what they make Google Maps for. Yeah, right? <laughs> How long will it take me to walk there, Google? I just noticed the other day that Waze doesn't have a walking or bicycling option. It's, it's just purely driving. Just driving. Yeah. yeah. Never noticed that or thought about that. Right? Right. Interesting. Pull that mic up just a little bit closer to you. If you can. Or if you can scoot your chair oh, in one of the two. I'll go like this. There you go. Okay. Come get a little bit yeah. closer. I feel like you're just a little short of what Come we're doing over here. Audio wise, but There you go. Scooching on up. Comfy. Before you go. Okay. So How's that looking? About? That's looking pretty good, right? Oh, that's sitting nice right there in the yellow. Oh yeah. The yellow. I think it we're looks, right that looks zone. really good, yeah. Very good. Very, very good. Oh, man, Listen. I ran out of coffee this morning. What do you mean? I ran out of coffee. Oh, like coffee beans? Yeah. Dude. I know. I got you some beans. Do you? Do you have yeah. beans on? Wait, I've... you Ubered here. No, 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 not right now. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't walk around with coffee beans <laughs> in my so pockets. Much, like, you're the coffee guy. I didn't know. You know, I have walked around with coffee beans in my pockets before. See? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a new thing. Yeah. But we got some good stuff. Yeah. yeah, you got some new stuff in, right? Well, yeah, we got a couple of new coffees in. Yeah, yeah, cool ones. Yeah, is that Africans? It? Think yeah, give yeah, me yeah. More. It's a Rwanda coffee from Ibisil Mountain. It's a washed African from Rwanda, so it's it's got that acidity that you would expect from an African coffee, mm-hmm. but it's still got that earthy, like chocolatey kind of note to it. It's not all all citrus or all floral. Or any any of that lighter bodied coffee. Okay. It's got a little more gusto to it. It's pretty good. I like it. That right. sounds good. Yeah, it's tasty. Yeah, yeah. right now I need to come buy some coffee. I'm hey. gonna have to go get some in the morning for sure. There's no way I'm gonna survive without it. Oh, like you have none? Oh, nothing. That's a scary thing. I used the rest of it and I just made the smallest pot and poured one cup into. It was still light, but it was hot and it worked. Mm. And there's no more in any of the cabinets. I, well, he's not drinking room. your stash. <laughs> I think I think we tossed that eventually. Called right? it. Or is it still up oh, there? I don't know. I didn't even bother looking. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. He's like, I know when this coffee was roasted. That coffee? No idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> well, I mean, since we're talking about coffee, I mean, we got Richard Mallard here. He fucking, he's the, the coffee roaster, right? At uh, Coastal Coffee Roaster. So let's get that out of the way and let's talk about coffee <laughs> a little bit. Talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah, right. so how long has Coastal Coffee been open now? When, All right. when did it get open? So I think we opened, like started set roasting and selling coffee. Not on the machine we have today, but an older one in 2010, like January, February. Right, that sounds about right. Ish, 
Yeah, that's when like like the bare minimum kind of opened, where that warehouse was empty. All we had was a coffee roaster, some bags of coffee on a pallet, and like a, a couple fold up table. Yeah, a fold up table. Yeah, I remember that. Y'all were in the middle at that point. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. the middle of the warehouse, the garage door. Yeah. Yeah. So that was 18 years ago. So obviously you were not the roast master. No. It's not 18 not, years ago. Sorry, eight, eight years ago. I'm sorry. Ooh, eight years ago. I ain't that old, bro. So <laughs> obviously you weren't the, the roast master general at that point. So when did no, you sorry. take over the roasting duties and start oh, making that your position? That's a good question. That's a very good question. I want to say about three years ago. Okay. Rough. Roughly. 2015-ish? 16-ish? Yes. Actually, that's exactly right. Because I graduated in 2012 went to trident for two years and i think after trident that's what i was gonna do i was like hey graduated from college got a degree don't want to go back to school oh no why not just dive into the family business and right and at that your at that point your father was doing it ex- exclusively at that point or yeah that's a good question i think it was a combination of him and francisco okay i want to say it was him i don't know i don't know that's a him question yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah I mean, sure. we didn't want to make this show about just that, but no. I, I thought it was interesting to just figure out when, no, yeah. you, when, when you took when over the reins. Because, like, we took, like, so that period of time was not on the Diedrich that we have today. That was on, like, a Diedrich from the 70s or the 60s. It's an old coffee roaster. Right. Very portable. And I don't remember that one at all. I remember when I first came in there, I, I was just visiting. I was still in the Air Force at the time, and um, I knew... Sean Bennett had had a coffee shop that he had opened at some point there in town. And then uh, Coastal Coffee came around. I think his uh, he kind of decided he wasn't doing that anymore. But Coastal Coffee came around and somebody had mentioned it to me that, hey, this is the place to go. And I walked in and intro- introduced myself to your dad. I, I hadn't met you for a long time after that. But um, I can't remember who was working there. I can't remember what the roaster looked like at that point. But I remember your dad giving me a tour of the, the little the small tiny little facility. area. It was about yeah. as big as this room, mm-hmm. you know, and said, hey, come over here and look at our roaster. This is what we're doing. And he was all excited about it. Yeah. Um, and then I, I would leave and I would come back a year later and it would be just yeah. a tad bit different. You would have a few more menu items. And I would, yep. I remember even asking your dad at one point because I was kind of big on the the soy milk at that point, it was kind of the big craze. That was you know, not getting regular milk, but getting soy milk was the big craze at the time. Mm. So I wanted soy milk and your dad was like, nah, we don't have any soy milk. We're just, we're the basics. We're not doing you any of that fancy stuff. Yeah, we're, just, like, ah, we're just basic coffee at this point. You, you get milk, you get some coffee, maybe we'll give you a bagel. And now it's just this big machine. I mean, you've got every different milk you can imagine. You get all mm. these syrups, you got different kombuchas and cold brews. And I mean, it's just blown yep. up. From this simple Homemade thing that syrups, he said he though. wanted to keep it at, and now it's just a big least. conglomerate, you know. Cafe-wise, yes. Yeah. You said Cafe every wise. milk. You guys have lactate now? Ha-ha. <laughs> no. Oh. Nor do we have cashew oat yeah, milk. But I'm talking, uh, thank you. I'm talking the, There's a lot of milk that we don't have. I'm talking the popular ones, the soy milk and the almond milk. Listen to this guy. I do yeah. shit. I know. In but the there was a now, there was yeah. a bit of me that got excited. I'm not going to lie, because I had to talk about, about the it every episode. Really? The lactose. No, I wouldn't. The big things in life. I still don't want it in my coffee. Americano. Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. We kind of got way off. I kind of went off on a tangent. No, it's okay. With the. But we were talking about when you took over as the roast master. You were passionate about the beginning. Yeah. I was. I mean, it's one of those cool things. It's like you've got a business, and usually it's five years is like the years, but life's the span of 
a struggling business, once you get past five years, your chance of survival or your ease of continuing is a lot higher. higher. Yeah. yeah. Like you're not, I don't want to say su- you're not a success at that point, but you're, you're less likely to lose. Right. You can yeah. still, you can still definitely mess up and. Right. Go but through you're a lot of the struggles. Statistically you're in there. Yeah, kind of in exactly. There for long haul. Things have been perfect, not perfected, but you know, dialed in, edged in. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're making money. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you're making money at five years. That is the plan. Yeah, <laughs> or goal, yeah. right? <laughs> and now it seems to be. And again, I don't want to talk make this whole podcast about ghost of coffee roasters, but that's where you work, and you're part of that business. You're part of the family, so um, it seems like y'all are doing a lot more catering type stuff now recently, right? I mean, with just had an event Friday night, the Taste of Italy or something like that. With that's like uh, a contracted in kind of thing right That's so there's uh, been a lot more of that it seems like here recently i mean with the taco nights and all this kind of stuff i mean you've kind of rented out the space to a local chef and bingo yes yeah. it's like a here's a food. facility that we i, I mean i don't want to be in food and bev i know my dad doesn't really want to be in food bev so if you can lease that out and have somebody else come in and occupy your space and put people in there and bring money in yeah mm-hmm. that pays the rent and that keeps things going. I mean, more people show up for that uh, ticketed, like, Taste of Italy nights than they do for most Friday nights or Saturday nights when a musician shows up. Yeah. I don't know if it has to do with the marketing on either party's part or just a lack of interest or an oversaturation of small venues for music. Well, I think people like to be interactive, right? I mean, like, yeah. the, the whole... Uh, painting and going drinking wine or whatever yep. you're painting you're interactive that drinking, was a thing you're, we you're did with for a little people. while yeah so i think people are getting interested in that interactive thing versus just going and watching a band yeah. or just going for a dinner but to be part of that dinner yeah. to be part of something i think that's important so i think that's what um, sells and keeping that new or yeah new keeping right. that new in rotation, different you know, different interesting the same thing all the time right yeah. and speaking of that there's um and we had that Grazing for Grays event um, this past Saturday, yesterday, yeah. or Sunday, yesterday, which was successful for Mike over there. But I guess he's doing it an event yesterday. with you guys. Um, oh. Mike Carcut from Grays is doing an event June. At the coffee shop? Yeah. Do you know the date for it? It's June something. No. But it's called, uh, we talked about on the hmm. podcast, he's calling it Making America Grays Again. Oh, oh be, snap. It's going to be the yeah. event. Pretty cool. Um, and we'll put, the, we'll put the date in the show notes of when that's going to be at Coastal Coffee Roasters, but oh, he's doing another idea. fundraiser event. What, in, so uh, what does this entail? I don't know. I don't you know. You didn't really go into it. details. No. Well, deets. Cooking, did I just say that's deets? Yeah. I just said deets. Because when I went to the, I don't know the yeah, details did, on it. I went to the food he said, I don't know the deets. Yeah. Oh. I know. I don't it's like the other night somebody said sketch on here and I, I was like eh, I'm not sure about the word sketch but a couple of good ones anyway. there. Joshua loves that word sketch. that's who it was yeah. it was Jarman yeah. Jarman said deets or not deets he said sketch yeah you said I deets I said deets dumbass just kind of slipped out <laughs> but I don't know the details on the uh, the make America graze again but it's going to be a close well, coffee roaster yeah. sometime in June that's some the, kind of detail we'll TBA. find that out we'll, that's TBA. we'll, we'll, we'll put announced. up a link to it there you go yeah. That. Yeah, I went to the food truck event and spent all my money before I realized it was cash only. And so I never got to eat anything from Gray's Tent. Oh, shit. And I really wanted a taco. Ah, their tacos are so good. But I did get really good uh, sliders from mm. J&B something. 
It was pretty Fuck good. It. I, I got out there about halfway through yesterday when I got back from uh, Greenville. And you'd already been out there, but I went out and did a... Um, it died. The ion already? Yeah. Was that the thing making noise? Man. Yeah. Hmm. We just... It's not plugged in. Yeah. You want me to plug it in? It but, won't. It, it doesn't record when it's plugged in. It did well, one that night, is. But it did it once, and then it won't do it again. Oh, man. It's really irritating me. What if anybody wants to send us any video equipment, or donate it so we can borrow it, use it. Yeah. Anything <laughs> Please. consistently records two hours. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Help. We've got a very Help. bad limitation in this video right across from me <laughs> over here. Um, do you want me to start up the the iPhone over there? I don't think we need to right now. We can probably ride out on the GoPro for a little bit. Okay. Um, what do we got next? You got some notes over there, Brian. Yeah, Brian nice. likes to take a bunch of notes when he's talking to people. I like it. I mean, I just, like just keep just some thoughts kinda, in order. Just something to kind of keep things going. I wasn't yelling at you about. I was just <laughs> filling the listeners in, as you say. I mean, I have a little list. It's not big, but just a couple I wish of I had a list. Do you want one? I can give you a little sheet yeah, of paper. Yeah, let me get a piece of paper. All right. Keep track of things that Brian says. Well, <laughs> hey, I even got a pencil for you. Did you have anything you wanted to promote or talk about? Do I have anything that I want to promote and talk about? Uh, shit. Should have had a list. Should have had a list. Should have a list. I'm too doing? late to this party right here. Yeah. I'm too late to this party. Photography, right? I mean, that's your passion. Yeah, man. I'm. Yeah. If there was anything to promote, I'd say like photography. You know. Should promote that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. I'm promoting <laughs> photography right here. Check out my photography. <laughs> Where's your website? Yeah, where can we check Richard it out? Dot work. Yeah. Dot it, work? Dot work. I've never heard that. It's a new dot, one because yeah, work. there's a story behind it. Just like there's a story behind everything. All right. Absolutely. Let's hear it. We're trying, getting your website, building the website. I don't know how many years ago this was. Well, you say like two years ago, maybe? Yeah. Ish. Two ish years ago. Yeah. Good enough. Good enough. And uh, I was going to get the domain name, and I wanted richardmallet.com, but it was already taken. That's right. Yep. So richardmallet.com is, is taken, and it's a photographer is, who has the same name as me who lives so in England. It's a photography website with your same name? Yes, sir. Wow. Yep. How frustrating is that? That is very <laughs> weird. Well, yeah, man. You're telling me. One of those things. It's like, and I was too stubborn to change the... Uh, the wording of the, you know, the domain name. I wanted Richard Mallet. Yeah. The one, you know, consistency. It's the Instagram handle. That's about it. My email. Right. It's my name. It works. Keep it simple. Yeah. Dot work was available for 20 bucks a year. So I was like, I'll take it. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, still, if you just type in Richard Mallet on, yeah, on a I Google mean, search, it comes Google. up, right? I but mean, I believe Facebook. so. Probably the probably the first guy comes yeah. up from from england oh, and shut then you up, come up right i hope not <laughs> i think i, mean, it, I really? think google searches have to do with your um like where you are your location let's search it. Your, search the address it right i mean you're in somerville right Although now. if you go type in richard mallet photography on facebook two do pop up two dudes yeah i knew it i'm gonna type it in right now y'all keep the gentleman in england if you're listening i'd like to chat someday not like <laughs> about beef or anything just like fisticuffs yeah have a beer Trade conversation. Uh, Richard Mallet. Have a photography battle. See who's better. Hey, I'm down with that. That sounds like a the good winner time. gets the com. <laughs> throw the throw the domain name at, at, on the on the table. 
Man, that would be a heck of a challenge, though. That would be a pretty good way to get that domain name. Man, I, I mean, as of currently, it's not all that. Well, all right. It doesn't mean Reverse the situation. Me. If you had the .com and some England dude came at you and was like, whoa, bro, you have my, oh. my, my, my thing. Oh, that's a different perspective right I will, there. I will wow. battle you for this. Yeah. Would you just scoff? Yeah. Battle for it. Or buy it out. Or buy it out. Buy it out thing. I mean, I, I honestly, I'm one of those dudes. I think it, I would like genuinely take a look at his work. And if I thought he deserved it, I would give it to him. And if I thought I deserved it, I would keep it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Have you looked at his work? No. Me either. I haven't. Ironically, like I, you would think that I would have browsed. You should. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I probably wouldn't. If there was some other dude doing artwork with my name, like I'm not looking at that because there's the chance that his stuff is way better than mine. Right, but you you got to know what your competition is. You got to know what you're dealing with and what you're battling and what you're fighting against. I never said it was a good subconscious decision. Right. I see what you're saying though. But then again, it's all about taking. I feel like, like especially in photography taking advantage of the scenario you're given. Like, there are so many conflicts that come up when scheduling something. Like, the shoot I had today, they couldn't meet around golden hour or close to golden hour. Uh-oh. It had to be at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I was not too keen on it because it's, it's not the best time to bad, shoot. But bad that's, lighting or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. it's harsh. It's, it's spotty. Like, if you've got cloud cover coming through, just... Yeah, unwanted shadows in places that what's golden best, hours. What's the best time? Golden hour. Which is genuinely is, or uh, generally about an hour before sunset. Okay. Then you have what's called the blue hour after the hour after sunset, where the light becomes much cooler because you don't have that warm sun. It's all just like mm, huh. ambient light coming from. I had never heard that before. Blue hour. Yeah. Yeah, because so it's there, all like. Dark. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's that hour is just. It's just darker, and it tends to look cooler. That's why they call it the blue hour. While the golden hour is like that sun is real close to the horizon, and it, those rays are coming like yeah. right through. Kind of like when you look at the on a flat surf, a flat like road in the summertime. It's hot. You get that haze. Right. I'm feeling like that's what the sunlight is filtering through. Okay. I don't know okay. if that's accurate. Intensifies the, the warmth. That yeah. You get. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's like noticeably golden. So I, it's light. It it's fits. crazy. It does yeah. weird shit. <laughs> it's a good time. It's yeah. a good time to shoot for sure. So working with shooting with somebody at 2 o'clock out in the nature with the sun beaming down, <laughs> you got to like work around it and make it happen. Right. So. But like you said, if it's full sun, that's a different story. If you got a little overcast, that's a different story. I mean, 2 o'clock can be different depending on the Like today, we had uh, 2 o'clock. It was blue sky. Then about like 30 minutes later, we had some scattered clouds roll through. And that's every, better, right? Every once in a while, we had some cloud block the sun. Perfect. So there yeah. you go. Genuine, like nice soft light moment right there. But there, it's gone in like 10 seconds, 15 seconds. But if the cloud's bigger, we got a little bit longer window. Just a lot of planning. Yeah. So when you Attention talk about, to detail, really. When you talk about that golden hour versus the blue hour, which is better? I mean, do they both have well, different applications? On, yeah. So think about the golden hour warmer light you got the sun coming in you can get a uh well a warmer feeling to your image which happier i don't know you can portray a lot of emotion with golden light same thing goes for blue light you could take that as a cooler tone mm-hmm. uh 
sadder, more crisp. Yeah, crisp. You could do a bunch of different things with either each one. Right. So if you were going to do, you know, if, if you have some different clients and stuff, you got somebody who want to do wedding photos. You got somebody who wants to do, uh, I don't know, skateboard photos. I don't know different photos. I mean, right? How would you like decide so, whether you wanted to use the golden hour, golden enough. hour, or the blue hour? So, um, like a musician, if this musician is maybe say like dramatic or I don't know, moody, you know, like they portray that's that kind of aura taking pictures in like that really soft, like low light scene, the blue light, the blue light, right. That might get you more of the mood that you're going for with that image. Okay. Rather than taking it with like some sun flare coming up, you know, that might not fit their, their style. I mean, that goes in real life. I mean, how you're feeling in the situation. If I'm moody and terrible mood, I don't want to be out on a sunshiny day with birds chirping around my ears. I want to be, in that, that, like a shroud of covers in darkness and like there is no happiness <laughs> right so it's the same like just whatever the feel or mood of what you're going for depicts what light setting that you're shooting for right yeah so it's definitely color. probably the golden hours is all weddings and birthdays and puppies yeah. and whatever yeah i would say golden hour and earlier yeah you know like you could make those <clears throat> kinds of scenes work in in uh bright sunlight because you know, you can, you know, overexpose the image and blast out some highlights and make that image look soft and sun flary or all sorts of stuff. Right. When I take pictures in winter, I like to set mm. it more towards a cool setting so it conveys a better sense of coldness rather than if I jumped up with a warmth or... Right. That snow could look a little weird. Yeah. I'm like, why does it look like it's 90 degrees outside, but there's snow everywhere? Yeah. Okay. So. That makes sense. But yeah. then you got the weird things with like vintage film where it's like all like sepia tones and stuff everything is orange mm, true good times yeah plus you've got the whole world of post editing too oh, so like yeah. i don't know i feel like today's photography world you have so much control over well i mean how do you feel about that though i mean do you because yeah, i don't know my kind of philosophy is with the stuff that i do on facebook and, and this podcast maybe even a little bit is no second takes no filters or whatever i, I just i hate these people to post all this stuff on Instagram and everything is just so filtered and washed out and different colors and sepias and all this kind of stuff. I just like it. I want to see it the way I saw it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we manipulate everything so much that I think the actual image gets lost. The actual thing that you saw with your eye, with that camera gets lost and it's not, it's not the original anymore. It's something totally different. Yeah. It's, it turns into that person's artwork. Right. But I mean, how do you feel about that? Do you like manipulating it more so than, than getting the original essence of that photography? That totally depends. Like I, as a freelancer, you do gigs for people. So you come on as a contractor to do a job for somebody how they want it. Okay. So, so it doesn't matter what you think. I feel like that, that turns, I mean, you guys pulls it away from art where you have, I mean, stuff to say, like, if you're doing a job for somebody, they have a, a expectation of the product. If they want uh, pictures of dogs, you want to have clear, good pictures of dogs. Right. You don't want to like <laughs> edit them all up and you know spend a lot of time. The sense it's not the importance isn't on like what lo- so much looking at this image makes you feel in all those attention to details. While like capturing that image 
in camera is more important. You get the quality, the sharpness, like because what you're taking a picture of is a dog. So what you're trying to do most importantly is capture that dog the best you can. Not so much apply those extra edits on the the back end. Right. Post editing. Makes sense. Yeah. And then say you're doing, I don't know, work for yourself. If it's a scene, I don't know. It's so it's you, art, man. That's yeah. it is what you want to make of it. Right. You know? So do you like all the options or do you wish it was simpler? What do you mean? Processing images? If you had the option between film versus digital. Like if you had oh. to pick between the well, two. Or are they just too different? I so, am, but I, I'm not a good I mean, film. it's always been like that, right? I mean, you go into a dark room, you, you, can, you can make edit. the exposure whatever you want. So it's you always can, kind of been like you that. You can dodge and filters. burn with film. So, I mean, it's a lot fucking harder. You've got to. Yeah, I, I obviously. <laughs> you got to no definitely, for one thing, you got to know what you're doing, like, and have experience with chemicals and how these things work. And, and then it's at, you actually have to like cut out the areas that you want to block light from hitting. Oh, wow. So it's not like in Lightroom where you paint with a brush and where you can actually use masking to like, you know, only hit this one side and you get it almost perfectly. You've got to do it with something tangible, something hard that you have oh to cut gosh. out. So it's a lot more complicated. You can do it, but the, you, there's something digital loses when it's not film. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Film's got like, even film that you get scanned, like it looks different. Yeah, it, it does. It's yeah. kind of like a vinyl. Yeah, everything sounds different in vinyl. Yep. I don't know why that is a good comparison. Cause technically, that's because you can feel the frequencies, and the vibrations. Mm, it's like a different frequency. Yeah. So the vinyl is like carved into the vinyl. Right. So like as that as the record is spinning. Yeah. That needle. Is it kind of like those music boxes that you would like wind up and they. They roll kind of, they but like the scratching them. noise is what's being transferred through as music. Right. Okay, so, so it's a much listening. finer version, yeah. much more compact version of that. Exactly. That's why it's a needle. Yeah. So, so you can't really hear it unless it's amplified because it's like, like a scratchy thing. Yeah. There you go. And it probably moves at just the right math for all of it to sound right. Well, because if you speed up a record, it sounds like... Higher pitched. You know, yeah. higher pitched. But with film, you're not picking up any kind of frequency. So I wonder what it is that you can feel it better. Good point. But I totally understand what you're saying. A lot of times, I mean, you can fake a film edit when it comes yeah, to photography, I mean, but... The SEO makes presets specifically tailored to films. Yeah. But I feel like if you walked in a gallery and you looked at two pictures, you would be able to know. You would just somehow know. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. That's a good question. Or a good uh, thing. I wonder if anybody's done like a... Uh, like an actual study about that. Like a like blind a, test. To see yeah, to see if you guess. can tell a difference between what was film and what was digital. Manipulated. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be really cool. I'm kind of I bet you somebody did. outside of this conversation. Cause yeah, y'all sorry. Gotten a, y'all have gotten a little deep for me, but... It te- happens. Uh, Technology-wise or whatever. Well, technology is something. <laughs> I mean, you can at least enjoy the... The curiosity of what people would do in that situation. No, what for do you sure. Think? Do you think I mean, you'd be able to tell if you walked into a gallery? Like, suppose maybe. you walked in and you're like, all right, you got a photo. I mean, if, uh, if you had two photos up there, the same same scene. Like that picture right there. Right. And you're talking about, could I tell which one was manipulated and which one was the original photo? No. Is that what you're saying? Like two, um, 
So I guess you could it say same ha- same scene maybe. I, I didn't think about it, but I guess no. it doesn't have to be the same scene. They could be two completely different images, really. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Okay. But like which one is uh digital? digital. Which one's film? Okay. I got you. Digital and film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, graininess, I don't know, there's some different nuances that maybe come right, you out. You can do that in post-editing. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can manipulate that as well at this it's point. It's just a feeling about like it. Like, I used, I used to work, um, well, where Swig and Swine is right down the road now, used to be called Beyond Video. That was my first job I ever had. It was a video store, and we had a one-hour Photoshop in there as well. So I used to sit there and work the one-hour Photoshop. You know, we'd take the 35-millimeter oh, film out film? of the, the box. Oh, wow. We'd put this our hands guy. in these uh, gloves and yep. this little container. And we'd you were doing it in a, a dark bag. It. I think yeah. that's what it's called. We'd expose it, and we'd uh, manipulate the exposure and, and print yep. these photos out for everybody. And, yeah, we were you manipulating sitting film there. at that point, really, as far as exposure goes. You weren't sitting there old-school style, like with the film canister, where you got to, like, spool the film. Yes. Yes, you were doing. Yeah, this was like nineteen eighty-seven, wow, maybe. I mean, this was okay. Quite a while back. Forgive That's a pain in the butt. Forgive do. me, but when did the digital camera enter the field? Oh, I don't know. Like intern. You talking about SLR? Yeah. Where's this? Yeah, that's why we keep saying we need somebody that's sitting here looking this stuff up and throwing it up on. Dan said it'd be a matter of time. He said two weeks. Two SLR. What's it right now? The man's crazy. Is that yeah, it's is that the word? digital SLR. Okay. When? Because the SLR is a single lens reflex. The digital SLR D-S-L-R. is the digital S-L-R. version. <laughs> I just said it twice. When was DSLR invented? <laughs> Our cameras come out. Here we go. Let's see if we can find out. 1975, Kodak engineer Sean or Steven Sisson invented the first digital still camera. Blah, blah, blah. 81, Sony unveiled a prototype of the Sony Mavica. Oh, so yeah. I mean it was way back in the in the early eighties, but when did it become mainstream? I don't know. That's that. like more consumer based. You yeah. Know? I have to do more research on it, but yeah. Intern jobs. Yeah, I don't feel like right. doing it right now. Yeah. I just don't even care. But you could find one. <laughs> we need to find somebody what, that does the original nothing with. I mean Sony Movica. No, I was talking about an intern. Oh, oh. Yeah, I mean we're working on ways to get some monetize What's that room back so there? maybe we can pay somebody oh that's where we're going to shove the intern that's what i thought i was like that looks like an intern <laughs> they'll closet be, right yeah, there they'll be behind the room we'll, we'll put it the there's even ventilation somewhere so. so all they have to do is just like a side screen they just throw it up on a tv like, yeah i mean eventually this is going to be you know better version of this uh <laughs> curtain right here. make a, a swing hey, my door, grandmother like a, made that How a saloon you? style you hating on the ninja turtle door. Caleb, no i like it that's why i put it up there i love the ninja turtles i he thought did. it was, that was cool. not my choice i was a ninja turtle for beyond video one time we had a that's when the ninja cool. turtle movie came out the original i dressed up as Raphael. was this it beyond was. video story uh like a blockbuster, if you will. It was a rival to Blockbuster here in town, yeah. Like a uh, mom and pop. Yeah, mom and pop. Or a franchise. Yes. No, two guys here locally own the store. Nice, neat. Uh, I can't remember their names. Don and uh, Thomas. Don and Rob. Oh. Something. But my brother was the manager. Name. My older yeah. brother was the manager of this one up in town, and then uh, we opened another one off of Remount Road. So we had two stores, and I went down and opened up the Remount uh, Road store as well. Was the manager down there with a buddy of mine, uh, Jimmy Fox. You worked on Remount. I did. Wow. For a while. Yeah. Anything well, ever happened down there? Uh, I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, probably a lot of things happened down there. A lot of things is what he says. Okay. Yeah. So that was my first job, Beyond Video. How I old were you? Uh, I started at 15, actually. I wasn't even supposed to be working at the point at that point. I, I think thought the, the working age in South... Oh, this is... I think at that ago. point, yeah, it was 16. Wait, wouldn't it be younger, the older... 
like you know what I'm saying like the older times are I thought kids worked earlier no not at this point so it's the opposite like kids are working earlier today I don't today. know Richard why are you getting so deep in the weeds God, where is this uh, intern at can I get a little top off <laughs> top off of what was it, oh, that was it? Yeah, that beer is gone, dude. Oh, man, for some reason, I thought we had extra. No, That's right. No, I remember you in the beginning. It's empty. Yeah. I'm but I mean, you can take some of mine if you want. No way. <laughs> but since we're getting close to an hour, I'll just chill. It's cool. All right. I mean, we're, I'm slow rolling it, I guess, but... No, I just totally threw a wrench. <clears> but yeah, Beyond Video. I mean, we were the only place in town. You know, Beyond Video was down, um, you know, where Yakitori's is, down there by Harris Teeter. That little Japanese. Yeah, I know exactly where it is. The blockbuster was. Yeah. The blockbuster was in that, not in Yakitori's, but it was in that same building right there, the front of that right, building. I remember blockbuster when I moved here. Yeah, but it didn't last long. Well, it lasted longer than Beyond Video, but oh, did it? But Beyond Video at least had a, we had a room. I of, did go to that blockbuster a few times. It's funny. We we were the only ones in town thing. that had X-rated videos. We had a a, oh. a back room that had. Uh, I bet you the the next spot is uh, exit one fifty nine. Oh my gosh, the that lion's big super, den. Yeah, the lion's den. Super we were store. talking about that on the way back from the race this weekend. We passed the lion's <laughs> den, and that's a nice brother asked if anybody stop had actually stopped there before. I'm just in, you stopped on. there several times. <laughs> <laughs> several times. So oh, the yeah. exit itself, but you. I'm talking not just the lion's den. The lion's den's big. I went in there one time with. Did Dave. you really? Dave stopped. He was driving. Yo, my God. Dave, Dave was always telling me about how the lines. Then you gotta stop the lines. Then walk around. I can't ever tell if he's being serious or joking. He's a cool guy. But the uh, gas station down the road from there, same exit. It's a quality gas station. They got a lot of stuff. <laughs> Showers. It's like a pilot or something. No, it's truck bigger. Stop. Oh, you're testing me. I mean, usually the truck stops are the Some, ones that have the showers and all that stuff. But. Yeah, it's a bigger one with like. Oh God! They gotta have like twenty plus pumps, like Dang. tons of pumps. Yeah, showers, big bathrooms, lots of goodies, like snacks. Yeah, it's usually a pilot or a flying J or something like that. Something for the, I want to say the it truck might stops. be a pilot. Sunoco, maybe a Sphinx. big Sunoco, Sunoco something. Doesn't well, really matter. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. It's one of those things. I mean, I know, that intern can tell you. But Unless they're gonna sponsor us, it really doesn't matter. The intern would tell us. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the interns like Siri that you don't have to activate. It's like always listening and just like uh, right. You're, you're we talked like about yeah. We'd have a name for it. You know, Alexis, look this shit up. No, but I don't, don't want to have to yell at Alexis. No. Yeah, see, you wouldn't have to like initiate Alexa. I just Alexa? want the intern to constantly Alexis? be just typing Alexis. in everything we're talking about. And like you've got like, a little oh, thing God. in your ear and she's just like always telling you what's going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Nice, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Because I, I do have my little Bluetooth. Little you could earbud. actually. So, <laughs> you ever seen those websites that you contract out random things? No. Yes. I think I've heard about that. Okay. So, imagine a phone call like of this right here. You're contracting out like an intern to look up oh stuff. Oh, my gosh. Share All screen. All they have to do is. Well, you don't have to really even share a screen. They just have to listen to what you're saying. And like everybody else can listen to, or you guys can listen to what they're saying back to you just by like. Yeah, they're just like searching shit that y'all are talking about. Hmm. I don't know what the uh, like. They're feeding like this information. Is that what you're saying? Basically, pretty much. Yeah, they would just listen at the same time, and then whenever we ask them a question, they Google it or whatever, and they just tell. It. Basically, you can pay somebody to do like pretty much anything on oh. audio. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I've never thought about that. That's very interesting. I wonder if somebody would do that. I yeah, need somebody, point. man. There's too many things we we want to look up that we never. Your fingers get to aren't fast enough, up. huh? 
Yeah. I mean, my fingers are fast, but well, my eyes around. aren't that good. So I'm like, I'm trying to read this thing. I'm trying to. <laughs> we've got dead space. I think you should just get an intern, like a real person here. I think a real person is definitely Help clean better. up the place, you know. Whoa, whoa. We didn't clean up. <laughs> no, no, no. Not like. We did clean up the place. Not like place. y'all's place isn't clean, is what I'm saying. It's like part of their duties. So y'all oh, don't have to do so it. We, oh, I see what you're saying. Right, you leave the podcast area and they pick up yeah, the glasses they pick up the and the stuff, cups they, and they put the cans yeah, away. You don't have stuff. to wash your own beer glasses that you drink out I mean, maybe. we can only hope. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not looking for a maid or anything, but yeah. I, mean, that's like, I think I can clean up my own mess, but it's a nice thought. See, that's, not this is work. I'm going to clean up my, my beer drinks. This yeah. is work, though. This is work beer. Right. <laughs> I'd much rather help with like scheduling guests on the show and making sure right. we have like the release. somebody that does oh the important sign. stuff yeah, yeah somebody that makes keeps the, this, the, the beer fridge stocked and and like you said schedules the guests make sure the batteries are charged right make sure everything's up and ready to go maybe like, it goes to pick up the beer camera over there that cut off on us we're doing an ad right now for an intern job is what we're doing pretty yeah. much I mean, that's what it kind of turned into I think so. with, with hopes to pay yeah hopes yeah or, okay. or, or not <laughs> No, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. I'd like to pay somebody eventually, for sure. Yeah. I mean, they're going to do a Give somebody work. a shot to, to start their own thing once they watch us and see what's going on. and hopefully... There are always different ways to pay. That's true. That's not a little bit. It's not always money. <laughs> I'll pay him a beer. Oh. Oh, there you go. That's I always forget about the bartering thing. Like, bartering the exchanging of way. skills. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, man. I've been reading this book about the history of John's Island, like, from... Before I'm gonna turn like, this other camera settlers on. set on John's Island, and the native Indians were here, like Catawba Indians, Edisto Indians. Uh, I don't remember some of the other ones, but wait, this, where's Catawba? Like this Catawba? Yeah, no, where is that? The I think it was a uh, tribe of Indians. I did. I guess I never wondered. About but it's also where a place, maybe. Well, no, I think it is a place location. Oh, it's like a combination, kind of like. We're talking about the brewery Catawba? I mean, well, that, no, like the, the origin of Catawba. Yeah, like Catawba Indians. Tribe. Indian tribes. It's kind of like okay. the Edisto Indians. Okay. Similar thing. Just never thought about it, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just there's so much rich history down there. Like, uh, one of the things that really intrigued me is went on a uh, tugboat tour of the Charleston Harbor through the coffee warehouse that we store a lot of our coffee at. And I want to say that the tugboat company was Magwood. And I remember that name. I don't know why. <laughs> and then reading this book, one of the families that ran produce from John's Island to the Charleston before any bridges ran to John's Island, it was the Magwood family. Oh, wow. That's pretty yeah. cool. There's yeah. a road over there called Magwood Drive. Yeah, it's probably after some, them. That's some historic shit right there. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah, that's really cool. They probably they they move or help move like <clears throat> billions of dollars of goods. I'm sure, like every year. They've been doing that for, for well, had to have been centuries. What like before the 1700s? Centuries, a hundred centuries, years. Yeah, decades, so, ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, got it. <laughs> we and we do so much million. education on this show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you learn every. Did y'all day. get pocket thesauruses yet? Pocket the source. I've got no. I got that pocket thing that you gave me. Oh, that guide to like everything. Yes. Yeah. I don't think that. I think that's more of like a dictionary. <clears throat> so uh, you so you heard that on the show that we knew, we wanted the sources. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> He's been quoting it. Yeah. I've forgotten some things already. That's awesome. 
I love it. Last night I was uh, drinking beer and tying flies and listening to Dan's episode. It was a good time. <laughs> it's a good time, man. It was a good Dan time. It was a good episode. Dan's a Dan, cool guy. He's like a him. funny dude, man. I like if, if I ever need a guest host, Dan might be a guest host. Yeah. If you're already threats of being replaced. If you're ever indisposed or something, if you're out of town <laughs> and we, we got to do a show. Indisposed. <laughs> like might get murdered and Dan just shows up. I mean, all these talk First shows suspects. and whatever, they got guest hosts. Fuck. I don't know. I'm not getting rid of you, man. Just calm down. I don't feel threatened. So who are these boys up here? Those are my kids. These guys right here? Those are your two boys? Yeah. that's uh, You only on the, got two boys? On the right, yep. That's my oldest son, Brian Jr. He's uh, 24 now. And that's Alec on the left. He's 22. Okay. Buddy of mine, uh, Ryan Olds, he's out in Illinois right now. He was stationed with me in the Air Force for quite a long time. Uh, he took those pictures. We did a photo shoot. He was a photographer as well. Now, is that film? Yeah. It's film. 35 mil. You already knew that. I was you? looking at it, and I'm like, yeah. So he took it's a, got that look to it. That Took a bunch of photos, and that's what we came up with. That was our favorite. And I, It's I, like unintentional beauty. I think that's what film has. Yeah. It's a wabi-sabi sort of thing, where it's like, that. I don't know. The, I don't want to call them imperfections, but something that you might want to tweak because you can in post today with digital wouldn't get tweaked because it's film and that's what makes it good or that's what makes it have that film look it's more realistic that, yeah that tangible that life is not perfect right. life is not yeah. perfect so we did you know we did 100 photos or whatever out in the field the park or whatever yeah and uh, that's the one we came up with we we framed that one for my in a bigger frame than that you know big 20 by something or whatever for yeah both of our parents, my ex-wife and I, we got them for Christmas presents, so they they both have it hanging up on the walls as well. Wow. And uh, I found it in the garage when we started doing this thing and said, ah, let's put it up there. It's pretty cool. There. That's nice, man. Yep. And I just realized that that light over there for the carpet wall is kind of like perfectly... Right? Yeah. That's a nice mounted light. Perfect <laughs> for that little area. <laughs> the carpet wall has been such a great success. I think that's and it's so perfect. random. Like that was here before you moved in. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It's always this wood paneling. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. So it's got to kind of be. Unique this is feel not to something it. you do post original installment. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I just want seven. You'd have to pay extra for this today, probably. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like if you wanted to do that in your house, somebody would be like, "Yeah." It's like yeah. But I like that it's just half paneling. You know, my, my parents still have a couple rooms that have full paneling in it. And I'm like, eh, That kind of makes you right. feel a little... Yeah, it's a little closed in, a little dark. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. I like the half and half. I think it's kind of cool. It's a nice touch. I'd still like to put... I don't know why we're going into this fucking room, but... Yeah. I'd still like to put some color on these walls instead of it being just this white wall. You should literally like just little, throw some paint up there. Yeah, be easy. For sure. Literally, like, I like throw that. some paint. Just like, throw some paint. Get some tarps, cover up everything. Yeah, like paint everything that's paint. not the wall. Right. Or not paint everything that's not the wall. I love it. Tape everything that's not the wall. We can film yeah. that. It's a great idea. Just tape the white stuff. Tape up the white stuff and then throw paint everywhere else. Yeah. I definitely think it needs some color of some sort, but but it's good for right now. Yeah, it's nice. Enjoyable. But speaking of speaking of uh, photos and stuff, I mean, what do we think about oh, yeah. the Richard Mallory and uh, Ashley I Ridge? I forgot to respond Swamp to that Foxes. tweet earlier. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we can see it from this camera, right? It, it's, oh, yeah, you that, can see it. Pick it up. Yeah. So this is Richard Mallet from 2011 up here. Another tweet back to you right now. Oh yeah, is live, it a live tweet. Live tweet. Oh my goodness. And this is so, so you ran cross country, right? This isn't track. This is cross country. This is that's cross country. Yes, sir. 
which I, I ran track in New York, but ran cross country down here because it's flip the sports are flip flopped in New York or in South Carolina. I don't know. Depending on how you look at it. Really? The opposite. Uh soccer in New York is in the fall. Oh, okay. soccer so in season wise. Mm-hmm, yeah. Is in the spring in South Carolina. So when I moved down here, I expected <clears throat> to play soccer in the fall, which is what I was accustomed to. But they're like, No, that's in the spring. And I was like, Okay, <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do. And just moving here, sports are one of the best ways to like be involved with other people. Yeah, just be involved because not being involved, I don't know. It's not good for That's me, what I at least. My life. Like, I don't know. I I think it was beneficial to what I was doing. So yeah. ran cross country. Yeah. So what you did you prefer, track or cross country? Yeah, uh, cross country. Why? Uh, you weren't running in front of people. Okay, you're kind of out on the course you're, by yourself. Yeah, your course like is, is out whatever. there. So your start. You've got people. You might have like a checkpoint where you run past some people, and those are. I feel like those are kind of like, like bursts of you know. I don't know. You feel good when you run past people and they're cheering you on. You want to run more, and then the end, which is like when you really want to like have people or hear people cheering you. Right. You want that energy. You to want bring that. In. You want to like tap into that. And I feel like track was always just so like, all of that audience kind of numbed it. You know, being so present <clears throat> all the time, kind of like tone it out a little bit. Plus, I kind of like running through the woods better. <laughs> right. You know? So, hold on. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. So, yeah, so what'd you do? In, wait a minute. So what'd you do in track? What was your sport? Like 100 meters, 200 meters, So believe meters, it or not, mile? I started off at the 100 meters. Okay. Yeah. Didn't, I, I gave one? that a, what? Is that, what are the options? Uh, there's a 100, 100, 200, a 400, a 800, 800. a 1600. All right, so you started at the lowest. Which is well, it's not really the it's not the lowest. It's yeah, it's the lowest distance. It's the shortest distance, yeah. But it's a sprint. Oh. So there's yeah, you could say. I mean, I feel like all track sports are sprints. Oh yeah. You just want to cross out, it as fast all, as possible. All out effort. Yeah. So that's like how the distance the faster you run. How fast? Yeah. Basically, how fast can you do 100 meters? Okay. You know? Which I, I mean, mean, cross country is the same thing. How fast can I do three 5K. miles? Okay. Yeah, but you know, ah, shit. I mean, some people's bodies can literally just move faster for right. shorter it's distances. Different They're more fast explosive. Switch and a slow switch muscle. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And that uh, I learned eventually that wasn't like the most speediest. I was very lanky. Right. And thin. So you did better skinny. distance. Than so the distance. Fast. <laughs> yeah. The long legs. The four hundred. I I eventually went up to the two hundred. Did pretty well in that. I think my best time was like a twenty-six. Second, two hundred, which I don't know what that breaks down to, like your split wise for yeah, a mile, sure, which it's a two hundred meter dash, which is half a lap, and there's four laps in a mile. You right. Know what I'm saying? So. Oh man. So yeah, that's had, that's one eighth of a mile, I think, isn't yeah. it? Sure. Is my math right? Yeah. That's not my strong point. Yeah, I had one kid. You know, the my oldest, he did the the track, and then my youngest was a cross country guy. So they were mm-hmm. kind of both on different ends of the spectrum, but. Yeah, cross country is a lot more uh, distance oriented. Like you train Endurance. with distance. Like you'll, you, your race is three point one miles, but you'll be running six miles, eight miles, ten miles. Yeah, yeah. That way, three miles is easy. Three miles is easy. Yeah, you can and it's six, that last point one that kills cake. you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because you do those first three, it's like last point one. I don't think I 
Maybe the longest distance, 5K. 5K, which is 3.1 miles. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. And it about died. I did win first place. Hey, hey for your age group? Yep. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I was the only one. <laughs> only one in your age group? Yeah. Oh, that's, and that's I won. You're the only one who got out there, so you're a winner. I completed right? it. Oh, that's a different way to look at that. I mean, really? Huh. You can say I, I won because I'm the only one. Well, you're the only one that was brave enough to sign up, so you should be the winner. That's so inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah. automatically the winner. <laughs> so you brought up something about what the hell did I just click on? You brought up something about woods, the woods. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Before we get into this, because <laughs> okay. the story that I mentioned last time with Dan, I believe. Was it Dan? No, I think it was Mike. Was it Mike? I think it was Mike. About having Mike. Richard on retell a story about running. Because yeah. I'll be honest, last night I, I listened to dance, and I didn't actually listen to Mike's all the way through. Like I listened to two-thirds two of it or half of it or something, mm-hmm. and then got distracted and got off of it. And then last night, so I went backwards, and I think I heard it towards the end of the night, gotcha. which would have been Mike's. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, in one of the past episodes, I mentioned that yeah, we somewhere. had to have Richard tell the story when he came on, and I forgot until until now. But I think we should wait until we open the next beer. I think you're right. Yeah, All right. we can do that. Right. Really set the stone. Do you want me to get it out of the fridge? Yeah, and I mean it's up to you. I think there's 16 ounce cans, so if you want to do just one, and we'll pour it out. That's what uh, five ounces or so. We could take a break. We can kind of <laughs> collaborate. And, we are uh, gonna take a little pee break right now. So, all right, we'll we'll cut back into. Uh, That's the good part three, about to the beer. Two, one. That's just a photo, isn't it? Yeah, it says docking photos all over it. Oh, it does. <laughs> Did you take the glasses? Well, that's crazy. I wasn't gonna take the glasses for consistency, but okay. Oh, well, they're right over there. Let's go get them. <gasps> that's fine. What glasses? You're gonna change the glasses? No, oh, I just, keep the glasses. Yeah, if we when we cut back in, the glasses aren't there anymore. But that's fine. But the glasses were empty. <laughs> I know it doesn't matter. Ryan, what's I've been about? recording the whole Ryan, time. Look okay. at this. That's fine. What am I looking at? Uh, hold on. I found it. Oh, there it is. What is that? A dog? <laughs> Right? It's like a poodle? Yep. I don't know what the fuck it is. Where that, where's he going? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? What journey is that? That's a question that I, I did not ask. Yeah. yeah. He's on the mission. He's like straight up running somewhere. <laughs> he pauses for a second to look back and then just keeps going. We ready? Yeah. So we got, we're got. we on. We're on over here. Oh, yeah. We're <clears> ready. We got the audio. We're waiting on you, man. Excuse me. I'm ready. All right. So... We're still sitting here with Richard Mallet. We're going to open up our second beer. Uh, the other glasses are out of the way. We got double toasted marshmallow from Decadent Ales. It's an IPA Imperial. Dry hopped with a variety of hops featuring mosaic, Madagascar, vanilla bean, marshmallows, and a variety of candied, turbinado, coconut, and other sugars created the uh, mm. create the mellow sweetness of campfire toasted marshmallows. So I figured it'd be mm-hmm. a good beer for you because you like to go camping and you yeah. like the outdoors. You like uh, hammocks and all this other kind of stuff. So I figured, why not a toasted marshmallow beer? Yeah. Right? Toasted marshmallows and that yeah. turbinado? You said turbinado sugar? What you say? That's what yeah. it says. Is that you a know sugar? What that is? Yeah, it's crystallized cane sugar. Okay. I didn't well, even, I, not, did not even know that. Because so. it's delicious. There we go. You know what sugar in the raw is? Yep. Is That's that... turbinado. 
Okay. Just oh. another name for it. So I did know what it is. You did. It's one of those things where you're like... We're going to open up two of these bad boys. You know it, but you don't. I'm going to look that up right it. now before I even pour this. Tur. I feel like you're one of the, those books I have over there. Nah, the book of useless information. <clears throat> Terminado sugar. Partially yes. refined. got a bunch of that. Partially refined light brown cane sugar. Are you looking up sugar instead of pouring beer? Terminado. He was. He mentioned it. I wanted, yeah, he told I wanted us it to was verify. Sugar. The, I wanted to verify the facts, man. Just chill the hell out. He said that he didn't believe you. No. Did you hear that? Well, for, I liked the for like, affirmation because as I was saying it, I'm like, wait, this is being recorded. <clears throat> I wonder if I'm wrong. Oh my gosh. Just kidding. Nice cover. Slightly. <laughs> so I did a nine second pour on that, and I guess that's gonna look, be good. Look at that nine second that's pour. That's pretty beautiful. We'll give that to. Uh, it's going to be way off. I'm going to have to top off everybody's glasses like I do every damn episode. Okay. I need somebody on here that can pour consistent uh, ounces into a glass because I don't like doing math, and it's a lot of math work to try and figure out what's going on. I'm tossing that one. We'll take this one for the pictures. Ooh, pictures. Pictures. Look at that pour. Mm. There you go. Check that out. That's, Look at the head on that. That's a little bit more than a one finger, but one finger. That's a single that's finger. A two finger right there. At least buddy. maybe a two and a half, Whoa. depending on the finger. Look at that two finger. I think yeah, we've got too much beer. For these, Look at that. I think we got too much beer for these glasses. Uh, it's not yeah. going to have room to breathe. No way. Everybody's going to be pissed off that we didn't leave enough room for the beer to breathe. But bring it on, everybody. There's still some in here. Good. Get your pictures. We'll that. That's a. Uh, I like this glass a lot right here. I I Where'd you get this glass? It's an orchard cidery. Windy Hill. Which one said Wicked Weed? The ones we just had. The ones we had earlier. That's what it was. We ask every guest, how do you feel about Wicked Weed? Do you have a problem with them? I was just talking about Wicked Weed. With them selling out to InBev? Or do you have a problem with that? Do you like them? Do you not like them? Do you have an opinion? Do you care? Uh... No, I mean, I listened to Mike's episode, and I kind of agree with him. It's like, <laughs> right, somebody gives you $100 million or whatever it was. How it's much like, was hey, it? I must be making some pretty good stuff. Uh, right, you're not going to turn out the money, right? No, I mean, they're, they're, they're still able to make what they were making, right? Well, that's the opinion sometimes. Is I haven't drank their beer They're going to get bought out, they're going to get a little bit more... Uh, uh, watered down ingredients and their their quality is going to go down. Are we just drinking it? All right. Oh, oh yeah. Were we supposed to wait? No, it's fine. <laughs> Do we want to toast anything? Toast to the beer. It's really good. It's got a weird after finish. It does. We're just going to drink it. I like this so, temperature that we're drinking it at, though. It's not quite. Uh, it's not quite cold. Right. But it's not quite like warm either. It's kind of like. Right in between those two. <laughs> That's well said, Richard. So that would be in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's, it's in the sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah. It's right in that sweet spot. It literally spot is where... a sweet spot. I feel like the sugars are the right temperature. I mean, I, I could stand it to be a tad bit colder because I'd like it to warm to a, to this temperature. Yeah, um, about halfway through it, I'd like it right. to be right. I'd like to get, to get that hit initially of the the cold, okay, refrigerated temperature, and then see how it matures as it gets to this temperature. But we just started at this temperature, and that's fine. I like it. It's definitely marshmallow. I thought it was a darker beer for some reason. I did too. Yeah, it's definitely it's toasted. A lot I, 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 
uh, taste the toast, <laughs> not the toast, but the toastedness of the marshmallow. <laughs> I taste the marshmallow for sure. Um, again, no IBUs on this. It's 9.1 uh, alcohol by volume. It's got an average rating of 3.94 on untapped. And I like, I like it. it. It'd be nice to sit by a campfire and drink it. That'd be great. Right. Yeah. Very good. So camping. Tell us about uh, Badlands. Didn't you just go out to the Badlands? Is that yeah, South Dakota? In February. The beginning of February. What made you go out there? I mean, what was the draw that brought you out there? My girlfriend, Whitney. Yeah. Is she we from went, there somewhere or just no. heard about it or what? No. So the uh, first time we took a road trip out west, we did it in her Prius and spent <laughs> all nights but one. I think it was a, uh, I want to say 12-night road trip. Ooh. Yeah. So you all, took a Prius from here to South Dakota. It was eight and a no, no, yeah, through South Dakota, dude. We went all the way to the northwestern tip of Washington State. That's okay. crazy. Yeah, and then drove. I mean, as far as fuel efficiency goes, that's great, dude. I think we spent like six to maybe eight hundred dollars total in gas there and back. Yeah, that's awesome. And that was eight and a half thousand miles. Wow! Yeah, this last trip I took, to, we took to South Dakota was six thousand miles. Wow! Spent equally as much, like maybe a little more. Right, but because that was in because a of suburban. the vehicle, yeah, we took a uh, expedition because it expedition. was in, we traveled in the winter, and glad we did. It was four wheel drive, and we drove through three blizzards, hmm. like whiteout blizzards. Yeah, Whitney's first time driving through the snow. Oh, nice. nice. Mm-hmm. A good adventure for that. Oh yeah, tractor trailers were like driving off the highway. She's like, yeah, it was. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah, eventually she uh, couldn't handle it anymore. And basically, she was coming in. We came. We're coming into Kansas City, and like it started snowing. So all this snow is fresh snow. Nothing's been touched by any trucks. Oh. That that early snow. You Did know? you whip out your camera? Hmm. Do you whip out your camera? No, oh. I didn't actually. I had my phone, but so Kansas City, those Kansas or Missouri. I mean, there's two. There's Kansas City in both of those states, right? Isn't there a Kansas City, one Missouri, of those and Kansas? Uh I don't know. Not a geography person. See, right. I don't even know. Well, where's the intern? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I could look it Thank up. Thank you. You could look it up. All right. I think so. Anyway, it was, you went uh, in the Prius, and then this time you went in your expedition. Yeah. And when he which, was driving into Kansas City and the snow storm came through and she made it all the way into the city and was coming down this hill and the light had turned red and she touched the brakes a little too hard and oh, no. they yeah, locked up and started skidding and eventually when it stopped she was like oh, you drive I was like okay and we pulled in and enjoyed the city for a little bit and then kept on driving pretty much right. all the way till we got to South Dakota Dang. We drove it all in one one pretty long stretch. Yeah. We got to where we were going pretty fast. Well, yeah, if you nonstop drive. Yeah. And I know you drive pretty fast. Yeah. The <laughs> speed limit gets faster when you get out the further west you go. Yeah. Hmm. 70, 75 eventually, right? 80. In is it 80? Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And there is a Kansas City, Kansas, and a Kansas City, Missouri. So there's... I want to say it's Missouri. Well, that's confusing. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. 
I mean, you know, see just like us, we get a Charleston, South Carolina to Charleston, West Virginia, I think. I feel like that's more specific. I don't know. I just know there's a Kansas City, Kansas, and here's Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, oh man. Nah, we're not getting into all that, man. Oh, man. Come on. You're that's, getting, you're getting in the weeds, deep man. Stuff. Yeah, we don't have the intern to show the video mm-hmm. of the computer. <sighs> yeah. So what was the best part of that trip? I mean, I've seen a lot of the pictures on Instagram and things like that of the the Love filtered the, pictures that you put up there, but filtered pictures. <laughs> I got this big thing about f- filtering and all these uh, whatever. I don't. I know. mean, filtering is a vague term. It is. I mean, it's artwork in itself, right? But yes. what was the best part of that trip? Well, I mean, it's not like there are Instagram filters on those images. Well, that's probably you know more what, what I'm talking about. Is people put this stuff out on Instagram, and it's all like that's not even that's not how you, you look at not, it. Oh, you just you can't say you that. Can't about open up a, a can of worms photographer with photographer over here. I know, but it's professional like, editing. I'm, just, I'm like that's not how you look at all. You, you you're not. It's not a good depiction of the person. I don't know. It's like women that have too much makeup and they got fake eyelashes and they've got all their eyebrows all manipulated and they're wearing high heels. That's not them at all. That's totally made up. Like when you see them without all that, it's a totally different person. Couldn't you call that artwork? Yeah, I can. totally agree. It's with artwork, that. but I don't know. It's different as far as a person goes. I think I want to know who I'm who I'm with. I don't want to be with. <laughs> I think that's part the of clown. it. Yeah, the I think fact that's that the, they were putting that, that on that as effort, an that's, uh, I guess. But you don't see guys doing that. Guys aren't going out manipulating their looks. You're not going to the right spots. And, <laughs> yes, you are. Don't you shave your face? Don't you trim your beard? Don't you right, get your haircut? I'm not putting on makeup. I'm not making myself taller than I am. I'm not giving myself longer eyelashes than what I have. I'm not making my face color a different color than what it actually okay, is. More fair tan. enough. I can understand the whole uh, wearing heels things. Like right. I mean, you get home after a night out, and they take all that off, and you're like, whoa, like, this, is, this, is, this is not even the same person I went out with two hours. Well, not ago. so much that, but I'm just thinking like heels. Yeah, just heels. What? You know, like you the, what's the point of heels? heels? You know, like they're very uncomfortable, aren't they? I don't. Yeah, I've never worn heels. At all. And they're they're, they're uncomfortable. They're not functional. I mean, I've worn them once or twice. I'll be honest with you, just for, for shits <laughs> and giggles. <laughs> you know, I might put my mom's on or something and walk okay. around the house, and Fair I fell enough. down because okay. I couldn't walk in them. But right. Yeah. Was this last week? Yeah, it was just the other day when I got back. That's what I imagined. I imagined Brian like last week going <laughs> right. to his mom's, <laughs> squeezing into the No, my mom hadn't shoes. worn heels in probably <laughs> three decades, probably. I don't know. But. Probably because you kept wearing them. Yeah. I kept scuffing them up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <clears throat> but where were we going? The Badlands. I don't know how oh, yeah. we got to... Ranting about makeup from the Badlands. <laughs> we were talking about artwork, man. Yeah. That's how we got oh, there. Oh, touching up photography. Yeah, touching up pictures. That's uh... Editing versus filters. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say the Badlands, well, seeing the Badlands in winter compared to have seeing them on the trip prior in the Prius. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we saw that in October. So <clears throat> you have two different seasons that you're viewing. Basically, like one was color and one was black and white. That's what it looked like. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was a cool experience. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Just walking through like a black and white setting. Yeah. Cold black and white setting. <laughs> it was chilly. <laughs> so what do you do when you get out there? I mean, you get out there to the Badlands. Do you just get out and walk around take pictures? Is there stores set up? Is there, you know, so vendors? A, I mean, what's going on? We entered the Badlands in the town of Wall, South Dakota. Which what's is the name of it again? Wall. Wall. Like Wall Drug. Okay. Yeah. Like W A H L, 
No. Like the W-A-L? wall. Like a, yeah. Okay. Wall. Yep. Wall is how to go. There's no walls anywhere. All right. Yeah. Oh. And uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's a pretty like touristy spot. You know, get in there and I don't know. They had some good food. Passed through pretty quick. We ironically we arrived on the day that the na- the uh, Buffalo Gap National uh, Grasslands Visitors Center opened for the season on that the day that we like an hour after they opened we walked up to the door like their clothes sign was still on and Whitney was like ah they're closed let's just leave and I'm like the lights are on let's go open the door I'm like hey <laughs> you guys open they're like they're like humans yes we're because I mean like. It's like gotta be like ten degrees outside with a wind chill that puts it like fifth minus fifteen. Ooh. It's chilly, and I, there's like scattered amounts of people driving through the Badlands. We didn't see another person, like another <laughs> uh, visitor or tourist. You know? Wow. Mm-hmm. Which is another reason we wanted to go in February, because that's a cool experience to be able to be that far out into you know the country and surrounded by nothing and nobody and everything's just barren it's like you're very uh remote and it's a cool feeling hmm. yeah. you can see that somewhat humbling maybe <clears throat> yeah very humbling yeah so when you get out there where do you stay i mean you got like an airbnb do you stay in the car you got a hotel you stay in the car so stay we used the, the same technique that we used when we stayed in the prius the first time which was lay fold the seats down and in the prius the Folding the seats down wasn't long enough for me to stretch out fully. So yeah, I sure. laid uh, some of my luggage down, pushed the seat, the f- driver's seat all the way forward, laid the luggage down and put like, uh, just like folded a Tempur-Pedic mattress pad. That's what we had. That's what we slept on. Slept on. Okay. And that's what we slept on in the expedition. Yeah. Much more comfortable for sure. Oh, there was so much. Down, right? There was just so much room down. in the expedition. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! You could shit. put down a full blow-up air mattress back there, right? Like a yeah. twin. The only downside to the expedition, which I would totally give it, like I would take the expedition again. It had four-wheel drive. There is so much control that you can have with a vehicle with four-wheel drive than you cannot have with two-wheel drive, especially with rear-wheel. Like. We drove, like I said, we drove through like four blizzards, and I feel like if we didn't have four wheel drive, I would have been a little bit more sketched out about driving in the places oh, that yeah. we were driving. Plus, we were also able to take the car on dirt roads to mm. see cool things. <laughs> Not off road though, because you don't do that in a rental car. Yeah. You're right. That'd be irresponsible. Mm-hmm. And how long was this trip? Like a week? Nine days. Nine days. And the clock was uh, 100 hours, 100 driving hours from start to finish in nine days. That's awesome. And there's 216 hours in nine days. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's almost, that's a lot. 100 hours. Why do we we keep doing math on this show? So they drove for almost half the time. Half of the time of that trip we were driving or the car was on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Which driving in itself is an adventure, right? Oh, yeah. It can be for sure. Yeah. I mean, the destination is where you want to get, but the, the drive itself the, is Yeah, the, the drive is what you remember. It's like those little uh, little pieces. I don't know, the, the highlights of that a trick. Yeah. I remember driving through, uh, we left at like 8 o'clock, so around like 1 o'clock, I think we got to, we were in the Smokies or somewhere, Tennessee, and 
the temperature started fluctuating between 30 and 32 and it was raining and I was this was we were driving I think that that was a 26 hour trek that we did straight through and I was like six hours into it I was like I hope it doesn't ice over and like we gotta pull over and just stop but eventually it passed and cleared up and kept on going and then the sun came up and yeah another day went by that was funny. Long day behind the wheel. Cool. I do. I know you do a lot of uh, kayaking, canoeing, fly fishing, all that kind of stuff. Did you do that stuff too on this trip, or was that? So I thought about that. I was like, I wonder if I should bring my fly rods. And then I was like, Nah, I didn't even think about it being February and it being frozen over. I was like, I don't want to have to deal with you know fly rods taking up more space. Mm-hmm. We got out there. There would be nowhere to fly fish. Everything is frozen solid. Like <laughs> right. there is no flowing water. <laughs> I would not have thought about that either. Right. So. So I'm, yeah. So no ice fishing. No, I didn't do any ice fishing. Would I you did, do ice fishing? I did see some people did doing do ice fishing though. When we got when we went out to the Black Hills, I don't remember which lake it was, but uh, yeah, it was fun. I rented a, a telephoto lens for this trip, a Sigma. 150 to 600 millimeter lens so furthest telephoto zoom lens that i've ever shot on which was cool to take pictures of buffalo and other wildlife out there yeah birds and whatnot saw several eagles which was cool Um, bald eagles yeah yeah in the black hills not a lot of nature in the badlands in the winter like there were some mule deer but I didn't. We didn't see very many prairie dogs, which we saw a plenty of the first time. Like the prairie dog towns were littered with prairie dogs. Oh, like all their heads adorable. popping up. Oh, it was so cool. Like Lion King. Yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. And uh, I th- think the black-footed ferret is on a reserve out there to like restore its. Uh, they had a. I think the plague like wiped out like a vast majority of their population. So they're trying to rebuild the population on the Buffalo Gap National Grassland. Which is we drove we watched the sunset driving through there one night after we got lost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's wild. It's wild out there because there's nothing. It's like the wild west. I've never been. It's a cool spot. Yeah, it's I've been as far as uh, Missouri. That's as far as I've gone. Past, I mean, you know, I've flown in on you know some airlines or something to right. uh, South Dakota, South Dakota, North Dakota, Wisconsin, like, whatever. But as far as driving and, and travel, I think St. Louis. Well. I might have gone to Kansas City actually, but St. Louis for sure is probably about the furthest I've gone up in that upper part of the, the United States. You mm-hmm. know, I've gone all the way over to California, obviously, mm-hmm. and and even Alaska. But I'd like to take a trip over there, dude. Really. It, it blows my mind like the <clears throat> amount of people that travel so far abroad for the sake just for the sake of traveling. When you could do that same. Not the same trip, but it would be a different trip, obviously. But you could do a grand traveling experience in your back. Just like, right here. Just right here. Just like renting a van or buying a van or living in the van. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like a hippie, but, you know, and traveling the country because there's plenty to see. It is so diverse. And just watching the, it's cool to see the landscape change as you make a cross-country road trip. Right. Well, it's always amazing to me when I talk to people that I grew up with or went to high school with or went to elementary school, middle school, whatever, that have never left this state. I agree. 
I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, I probably agree. what 80% of the people that I know have never yeah. left South Carolina. Traveling to Greenville is a huge thing. Yeah. While like the other day I traveled, I drove to Asheville and back the same right. night. Yeah, you went for a concert. For right? a concert, yeah. Yeah. A quick trek. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's a quick trek when I go to like Holy City and back. <laughs> I'm See, like, man, look a, which you, I just you did today. Far drive today. Good for you, buddy. Yeah. We're gonna have those guys on hopefully in this. Uh, Driving in your own town is different though. Yeah. Like, I took an Uber here. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's smart. I mean, really, we 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 just rented an expedition, as a matter of fact, and went to uh, Asheville, and then we you rented drove. an expedition. Yeah, we yeah. did an expedition nice for six of us. Yeah, so we had six of us in there. We had all the luggage, coolers, whatever. I mean, it was a fantastic it's car. A, a it it was the extended version, so it had the extended back Ooh. end on it for a little bit more storage behind the right. third row seat. And, um, yeah, we went to Asheville. We started Highland Brewing Company, like I said, and then we went to 11 different or 12 different checkpoints before we ended up at the, at the finish line in Greenville, South Carolina, and then drove back here. So, I mean, just that experience – just transversing the the state of South Carolina and North Carolina oh, was yeah. an experience in itself. And people that have not even left Somerville or Literally, Charleston, highway they're 26, missing out on so much. Like you've got Highway 26 ends in Charleston. You can start there and just drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? It's an even number highway interstate. So it runs east to west. Right. Even number east to west, west. Odd number is north and to south. And you'll end in Asheville. <laughs> it's like the landscape. You just... You hit those sand hills around Columbia, and it's just that first that first mountain range that you see, and it's all the same interstate. It's, you don't yeah. make any turns or anything. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It really is. I used uh-huh. to drive up to Kentucky a lot when we were younger to visit family. Mm-hmm. I loved when you started seeing the mountains. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes. It's a beautiful sight. We are not close to the ocean. Yeah, but then you come out of Kentucky and you go Where into you go into Indiana yeah. and Illinois, and then it's just all flat. And then you end up with prairie. Yeah, yeah. I wonder the elevation out there though, because I know in South Dakota the elevation out there, where it's like nice and flat, you're still sitting at like thirty five hundred feet. Yeah, which is pretty high. Right. We're gonna, we're gonna check it out. Talk about yourselves. Oh, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the intern. <laughs> I'm playing oh intern right now. <laughs> so what are we doing? Well, we're South? talking about geography, which is South not, Dakota. But you can't elevation. just be talking, but not actually be talking. Hey, that's not good for podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> actually, the, the highest that, elevation sir? in South Dakota is 966 feet. So I think. Oh, maybe I'm thinking about Colorado. Yeah. Because be. we did drive south into Colorado, like I said. Oh, 216 wait, wait, hours wait, wait, wait. in the entire trip. 100 of them were spent driving. It's a lot of driving. A lot of it was put together. And I forgot about the Great Sand Dunes. That was an awesome I'm part of the trip. I misspoke. The lowest point in South Dakota is 966 feet. Well, that makes me feel better about <sighs> yeah. myself. The worst intern. <laughs> about Which? 10 miles northeast of Custer mm. rises 7,242 feet above sea level. Uh, Eagles. Harney Peak is what Harney it says. Peak. 7,243 so, feet. That's a big difference between All that area out there, feet. it's relatively small. Like, <laughs> there was only a handful of breweries, and the the one brewery that we went to was a cool brewery. Kind of reminded me of Homegrown, if it was ever to be the brewery, or the, like, the brewery that it was, I don't know. <laughs> if, if there were to be a brewery 
in the home and like combine homegrown together. Every episode, homegrown's made it. They're up for sale. Did I, I told you? Caleb yeah, I would I throw him a sponsor, yeah. so I forget about what. Uh, I think you just did. They're up for sale. They go, Caleb. Sponsor. Or not right. sponsor. Shout out. <clears throat> right. I mean, he's not looking to leave the area, but he's looking to find a new location and open up his brewery and stuff. But, yeah, his location has been on, on the uh, real estate map since February, apparently. $138,000, I think. Yep. They're looking for it. Ringo. Yeah. So... Yeah, uh, we need to buy that spot yeah, and open a, open a studio space in there. And yeah, how much money did you say? One thirty eight, hundred thirty eight thousand, I think. That's what they're asking for. It. Okay. Okay. We're thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, now that we have a pause section, I want that story. We never got into that story <clears throat> about the the running. The running story. Through the woods. All right, all right, all right. So this story. is uh, what's there's no background on this or anything. It's just <coughs> right, no, like ready well, for that story. We'll, we'll we we and Dan background. were talking about ultra running and yep, just right. just running in general. So we were talking yep. about uh, just how you kind of hallucinate and you kind of see things while you're running, and especially at night True. or while you've been running 10, 15, 20 miles, you kind of get delusional, a little delirious, whatever. So the story came up, came up about you running through the night pacing somebody i guess right. and you were doing your own race yeah yeah no i was not doing my own race so the one of my friends high school through uh cross country we uh became good friends and hung out a lot and I, I think this was towards the end of our senior year i forget what time of year it was but he wanted to do this race in alabama it was a Hundred mile race. Right. The first fifty were <clears throat> unsupported. Oh, first fifty. Yeah, Damn. and I, I forget what time he started, but I, and I also forget what time we started because, <laughs> I think I ended up pacing him for about forty five miles of it. So a lot of it ended up being kind of blurred, like you said. You end up hallucinating and. Right. So when you say pacing things, him, like what kind of pace were you keeping, or you just you just mean running beside him? Like, is there a pace you were trying to maintain? Yeah, I don't mean to inter- interrupt you. No, but. that's all good. Just I was just trying to uh, keep him moving, I guess. <laughs> oh my god! At some points, he did great though. Uh, I don't know. A hundred miles is a lot to run. It really is. Hell yeah! A hundred miles is a hell of a lot to run. And I forget his total time, but I think it was something like thirty-two hours oh of running. Yeah. yeah. And I paced him for the last, like, 45, I forget about. Oh, that's right. I think he hit 96 miles. Or, <laughs> I don't remember. It was a good time. They, uh, so I picked him up. I started running at uh, 2 o'clock in the morning or 3 o'clock in the morning. And so I'm fresh. Like, I'm good to go. I've been snap, napping, snacking, just sleeping <laughs> all day while he's been out running. So like two o'clock in the morning, he's tired. Like he's sleeping while he's running. I'm good to go, fresh and ready. So we start running and we get going through the woods. I don't have no idea how this map went. It was a hundred miles of some tour of some country, and I want to say like a mile, mile, two miles into the woods, we end up getting passed by this older guy who is like a seasoned veteran with ultra marathons. 
and he just like cruises on by like it's nothing <laughs> my friend dom is like you know falling asleep and he, i mean he's going pretty strong for we're keeping a decent pace i want to say it was like uh 12 minute miles 11 minute miles right something like <clears throat> which is good for an ultra marathon through you know terrain and you've got terrain elevation, stuff and like i that. specifically remember him passing us walking through a creek like through so like the in the first mile first couple of miles of the 45 miles i ran i soaked my shoes so like boom there you go oh man from the start right from the get-go the soaking wet shoes yeah let's go so he passes us we get going a little ways kind of like quiets down come along this stretch where you can see a good ways ahead of you and like the bushes started rattling making noise and like not enough to where you notice it and it's still far enough ahead of you to where you're not all that close but you can still see it with your headlamp on and so like we didn't pause but definitely made note of it we had a i think somebody picked up a stick and keep going a little bit further and out of this bush comes running two wild turkeys (laughs) cruising Right between the two of us, I about had a heart attack because at first with the light, I couldn't see exactly what it was. All I could hear was like, guff, guff, guff. <laughs> like yeah. and oh my God, I think I jumped like probably like four feet in the air. Right. So not really flying, but just kind of jumping. They weren't flying. No, they were just w- like wing spread. doing that turkey thing where they like lift up their wings and they're just like running, yeah. you know? <laughs> But yeah, that oh that woke us up for sure. <laughs> but I'll forever remember that. That was a, that was a good I time. I love that story so much. <laughs> That's I, got a good story. Over I here. mean, that that would uh, that would scare the hell out of me. Thinking some. It's that like big three a.m. period, three thirty a.m. Where like the world's pretty turkey. quiet. Yeah. You know, like there's not even birds chirping. There's some <laughs> bugs, maybe. Right, you hear some crickets and yeah, some, some whatever. Yeah, some crickets. But no, those morning birds, they haven't even started yet. Yeah. Still got another 30 minutes or so. And these turkeys are just like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Shit. We spooked them or <laughs> something. They were like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right through that. Oh, man. But... Uh, now, is that the only ultra-running experience you've had? Yeah. yeah. Like, my uh, first... My first half marathon happened by accident. I rode with the same friend, Dom, to uh, cheer him on for he was running a full marathon. And his brother was attending. He was coming up to run the half marathon. But something happened and he wasn't able to. And I mean, I ran cross country. So, like, I had trained for 5Ks, never a half marathon. So, I don't even think I had ran a half marathon distance yet. And uh, Dom's dad... What, his name's Chris, and he's like, "What you run? What you're here? This is a ticket. Here, here you go. Run." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> okay." It was like, "Here, monkey dance." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I ran a uh, half marathon that weekend. Nice. I couldn't walk for like four days after because <clears throat> I didn't stretch properly afterwards. Oh. I didn't wear the right shoes. I was wearing like. The 3.0 Nike Freeze, like the really thin ones. I yeah, I mean, those are okay, I mean, if, you're train, okay. if you're trained to run in them. But I mean, like, I've, I don't have the best feet, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't even run anymore because my feet are so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Reconstructive surgery and whatnot. That. Yeah. Those little things. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So do you still run? No. You don't run at all? Not really. I ride a bike. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. you're in a canoe. Or I'm in a canoe. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> exactly. of. Or a kayak. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I we're going we're uh, to try and set up a kayak trip here yeah. shortly. To where? Just somewhere down the Edisto. Okay, so perfect. Because I'm thinking about that. Uh, I was on the river the other day. <clears throat> Water level's really nice. Um, that sandbar north of uh, where Four Hole Swamp dumps in that water on the okay. Edisto. There's that sandbar with that big rope swing. Yeah. I think it's still a good time to get out there and camp while uh, the same one. The crowds are thin. In between Mars Oilfield and uh, Givans. And, and uh, yeah, the Perfect. Uh, State Park. Pearl's Place. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That little r- 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 rope swing. <laughs> so, yeah, we were talking uh, on the way back that our next adventure, me and the guys that were running the relay together this weekend, that our next adventure needs to be a kayak trip. So I texted Gordon, who's going to be on next week, as a matter of fact, Gordon Peters. Yep. Uh, Thursday, right? But uh, I texted Gordon and said, hey, we need to set up a kayak trip. So the weather's getting good. The, the water is good. <clears throat> we did uh, seven people last year. The fish are biting, year. for sure. Well, yeah, we take some poles out there this year. Yeah. But I think we did seven people on our trip last year. We're going to try for and what? hit like 10 people. The for one that Gordon and I did. The, the long, uh, overnight? No, we did the... Oh, the long paddle. No, this was like a, a four... Fuck. Eight-mile trip. Did you do from Marsville Field oh, yeah. down to uh, Earl's Place? Yeah, I think that was it. That was it? Yeah, it okay. was six Honestly, or seven I thought hours. you meant overnight. Yeah. No, I mean, Gordon and I did some other stuff, uh, solo, some longer stuff, but I think the one that we did with, there were seven or eight of us was, uh, I think it was an eight-mile trek. So we wanted to try and recreate that or either go up a little bit further on the river. And uh, I think it's going to be about ten of us this year. Um, but we need to set that up within the next few weeks or so. For sure. I think. And I just told the whole world that they're not invited. Well, if they have a kayak, they can come. But <laughs> if you've got something that floats, you can come. It's a little, technically, Fuck you're not you. paddling upriver. You're floating downriver. <clears throat> oh, right? you're floating downriver. But logistically, so, that's the problem. Floats I mean, are welcome. have enough vehicles to drop stuff off here and then reposition stuff here. Well, it's, it's got that giant trailer. Show. There you it's go. At River Adventures. It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Plug. At just a River Adventure. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what else did I want to talk about? Let's bring it back to coffee, real quick. Okay. You want to talk about I like this thing? Yeah, the sous vide thing. thing. So, the, did you watch the episode oh, where we talked yes. about the sous vide with Mike to it last night? Yeah, that's what I finished my night with. Right. Actually, so Mike Carcut, 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 Carcut. Yeah, had talked about the sous vide machine and how he was doing cold brew with a sous vide at. 150 degrees, I think. Right. And I'm, I'm thinking not that's cold not anymore. cold at all. That's, that's warm. That's, that's warm enough to room. hurt your hand. Hot room. Yeah. That's enough to hurt your hand. But would you consider trying that at the at the uh, coffee house? I mean, is that something that? Um, oh, I don't. I know. I know, like I know one of the chefs brew. there has a sous vide. Really? Would Would we Correct. consider doing that and trying trying that out as a new avenue the to only... accelerate the cold brew process? Yeah. So the only um, benefit I can think of taking that extra step to add that sous vide machine to like regulate the water temperature and make it hot would be if you ended up in a pinch you know right we're like, like oh, oh I need some cold we ran out of right now cold brew which can happens. we make this lukewarm brew or excuse me not even lukewarm brew because at that point i think that's hot water that's yeah freaking hot. that's yeah. hot 150 degrees is hot water I mean, i've been in a hot tub at 140 i would degrees. before i served it i would have to uh you know, do a little taste test. Like, 
sample it side by side. Another thing is you gotta since it's already warm, you gotta cool it back down. You gotta cool it all the way down before it's cold. So, in fact, are you really even accelerating the process? If you have to refrigerate, so. you have it's to true. then cool down what you've already heated up. Right. Versus, uh, you've got what eight pounds of. I mean, it's not really even cold brew. Really, I mean, it's cold. It's cool water. It's not like cold water. It's cool. You ever had cowboy coffee? Um, Have you ever drink water that's 150 degrees? Well, that's true. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not cold at all. No. No. Definitely cowboy not cold. Cowboy coffee is what? It, I mean, it's just hot water with coffee grounds, and mm-hmm. then you. Um, I think the best way to do it. Oh is, my gosh! Is it not filtered? No, scraped clean is like I like to call it. Kind of like cupping coffee. Oh, so you like, just gotta, like scrape the first you know how you get off? floaters and then you get sinkers as yeah. it like settles. <laughs> what, are we, what are we talking? Floaters about? and sinkers, man. <laughs> yeah. You thought we were talking about coffee, but yeah. we're talking about the aftermath of coffee. Right. Yeah. All right. So like, if you're brewing coffee, you ever brewed in a French press? No. What? I don't think so. Have I? Oh my gosh, dude! Sometimes that's, I forget how. Do I have how, a French press like, here that I haven't done? No, I've been meaning to buy one. I mean, have it like a percolator type thing, right. or whatever. The the French the mocha pot is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. So, cowboy coffee and French press coffee are both immersion like coffees. They get all the grounds and the water are all mixed together. When you have a French press, you like sit it there. I like to let it sit for four minutes, stir it at two minutes. And then as you stir it, you end up with grounds that sink, and you end up with grounds that float. And like you can break that crust again if it forms, but in cupping, that's you can scrape off those tops, those uh, floaters, the grounds that float on the top, and then you can have access <laughs> to your delicious brew without <laughs> getting grounds in your mouth. As long as you don't, I mean, stir up the pot. So what's the difference? I mean, the, the stuff that we're scraping off right. the top, the floaters. You end up with a non-filtered brew. So the paper filter in a drip pot collects those really fine particles. Not all of them, but a lot of the fine particles kind of thinning the body of the brew. It also extracts uh, some of the fatty oils that coffee has. Mm-hmm. While like a uh, French press has those uh, metal filters. Those oils are not uh, captured by it, so they're just kind of oh. like conti- they—they're still in that brew. They flow right through. Interesting. Yeah. So and so do those tinier particles. They're not captured by that. Uh, and you want those. filter. You really want them. Why not? It just—I mean—it adds to the body of the coffee. See, that's what I think is important. It's like a. But that's a flavor. That's right a. Um, it's an opinion. That's a. Uh, oh, a preference. Touche. You know what I'm saying? Like pulp, not pulp. Hell yeah. <laughs> exactly like pulp and not pulp. I'm, it's I'm like a, a I'm washed and natural. All the way. But really? Pulp love, all the way? Love pulp. Oh, I love chewing on my orange juice. Yeah, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a better I way. I don't drink it anymore, but I, I used to right, be kind too much of sugar. medium it's pulp a lot of sugar. or whatever. Yeah, it's a lot of fruit. The more pulp, the better it is if you think about mm-hmm. it. Closer to this real fruit. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree for sure now at this point. But right. originally I was a no-pulp guy, and then I was kind of like a ah, some-pulp guy. Why were you a no-pulp guy? You just didn't like having something yeah, in your mouth? Yeah, just that texture. I just didn't like stuff in my, in my drink or whatever. But at this point, yeah, I would think that's the best way to go. But at this point, 
I don't like any of it, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'd rather, if I'm going to have orange, I'd just rather eat, eat the orange. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. You can get more fruit. Okay. Yeah. All right. But. Oh, you know what I just thought about? I found a, uh, uh, homework assignment that I wrote for, uh, I want to say college English, maybe high school English, about my brother-ish. It was about when my brother was seven years old. Yeah. You want to hear it? <laughs> yeah, <we're laughs> right. yeah, now. All right. Fuck yeah. Do you have it? Do you have it written down somewhere? What yeah, it's in my phone. <laughs> Like what is he looking for? He brought the, he brought the <laughs> paper right, guys, somewhere. We're hitting two hours soon, so we need to start wrapping it up. All right. Not immediately, but I think we need to hurry up and open up that last one. That's what I think. Oh, that's, we I think that's what we were going at. Yeah. See if we can shoot for two thirty. Two thirty what? Two hours and thirty minutes. Oh God. All right. Hoping you weren't talking about two thirty in the morning. Oh no! While he's looking, I'll go get campaign. Grab yeah. that beer. So Richard and I have a contest going on at Coastal Coffee Roasters to see who can wear the shortest shorts. And I think I'm winning. I think I have the shortest shorts. You have longer legs. I mean, it's kind of an obstacle illusion. I think no, that's what makes the shorts better. You know, that's what wins competition. But my my shorts, if you're looking theoretically, my shorts are five inch inseams, and I think think yours are probably sevens. No, I've got. Got can I pairs. vote on this? <laughs> I guess you can I'll vote. wear a pair of those shorts. I've got a pair of shorts that I don't wear because they're inappropriate, I feel like. Really? They're- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm wondering if you wore <laughs> a pair of my shorts, if they would be... I have to wear special underwear with those ones. Oh, oh I have to wear like really short underwear or, or else you can see them underneath the shorts. Yeah, so. both of y'all have two short shorts. I answered it. <laughs> Two short shorts and two long legs. But Brian's legs are like beefier than yours, so it looks you, more inappropriate. I'm 6'1". 6'1"? Six one. Six one. 73 inches, Tall according to Air Force standards. 73 inches? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, we have a contest going on to see who can wear the shortest shorts. And um, I don't know who's winning. He has an ace in the hole. We're going to have to take a poll. And see How about you read this, Brian? I don't want to read it. Why should I read it? What am I reading anyway? That's the best part. It's like you this don't know. This is the know, story. I don't know. It's uh from the, your from your brother. It says English two three eight show don't tell. So it's, I'm taking. I'm thinking that this was a class assignment that was given overnight, and I had to write it and submit it. And it's not long. It's like look, that's it. Oh, oh my God! No, I'm not reading. That. Fuck no, man! Let's, that's way too long. <laughs> let's take a picture of that and put it in the fucking yeah. Video. You no, send me that. a screenshot. That's no, way no too much stuff that. for me to read. Shit! All right, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Well, I didn't want to read it anyway. I mean, because it's too long. That's why I didn't want to read it. That's why I let offered it to look. Brian. I was like, let me take a look. It's long, dude. Are you actually gonna do it? I'm gonna take a look at it. Oh my God! I don't think I'm going to though, but I'm just gonna look. Ooh, that's even a bad font. Ooh. That's even a bad font for me. Ooh. And I can't expand Shimmers it even. The... Yeah. You what? The font. I can't even. He's can old, man. He can't read it. Uh, you want my I glasses? Put, I got to put some glasses on. You want mine? That's like a novel. It's like a novella. <laughs> it's like a novella. There's <laughs> <laughs> at least 14 reading, pages. Yeah, I'm not reading it. All right, that. save it to the TBA. Yeah. To Maybe we'll read it. In the uh, in the post notes or something. I'll We're read not it. putting that in the post notes. No, no. That's a TBA. 
No, we don't need this. And it will random. forever be what is a, a TBA to be announced. Okay. It's like one of those things that you just got to anticipate and it never comes. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen signs like to be announced? This building that's being built on the corner never is. Like there's a like those climate controlled facilities yes. down on 108 Eastern. Berlin G. Yeah. yeah, on Berlin G. That's I exactly feel like that sign has been there for a long time. For like at least three years. Yeah, mm-hmm. it says coming soon, climate controlled facilities. Oh yeah, right there at the third uh, the third street um, light right I'm there. I'm not trying to pressure you, guest, but. Drink that shit. All right. Here we go. All Somehow right. the GoPro is still recording. <laughs> I'm pushing this uh, forward. We've already had this once before. This is the Edmonds Oast. Uh, we had, but I like It's a Westbrook anyway. Edmonds Oast collaboration. Uh, Whitney actually asked to have that before I came over here. And she was like, oh, could you get me a, a beer from the fridge? Do we still have that beer? And I was like, oh, we're, no. We're going to pour them in the same glasses. I was going to. I uh, so we should I asked her. I asked her, her. Like I did ask her if I could take it, like if I could have it to share on this, because I talked about the whole you guys mentioning in it. This beer, it's pop. I feel like it's a popular beer among it's this podcast good, so far. You've talked about it in three podcasts, or the first three podcasts. Podcasts. I like that with the K. It's a new That's word. Beer related. You did that on mm-hmm. purpose. Well done. I really gave myself sure a I lot <laughs> less than I wanted to, but. Sorry, man. I'm just not good at pouring. I don't you have know. Some of mine. I'll be honest. Caleb Taylor, Taylor does a good job for All us. All right, let's, let's do a cheers on this one. All right, I gotta move my mic out of the way. Does not do well. <clears throat> you done with this can? Yeah, boy, I'm done with that can. All right, we're gonna cheers to somebody. Take a boomerang. Oh, do you take the boomerang? It was your idea. I'm filming it. It's kind of kidding. Brian, you come up with this one then cheers to. Mm. Yeah, Brian. And I'll sing Jeopardy. Wait, does a boomerang have words? <clears throat> We're going to cheers to Three. Good Coffee, Floaters, The Badlands, uh, Expedition versus Prius. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. That's all good. I don't know what we're talking about. All right. Good. That was a messy one, everybody. That was the worst boomerang I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow that makes me happy that so it was bad. terrible. <laughs> it's not even on the screen. You have to keep it. I need that now. All right. I'm going to have to insert that into the video because everyone needs to see the Oh, pain. that's perfect. All right. I'll save it. That's as good as the first one that we did in our pilot episode. When we did the cheers across. I thought it was good. Honestly, this beer is just... Wow. I kind of like... It's always so good. It's, it's very sweet, but it's, it's really good. I love it. God. So do you. It is. I do love it. It's yes, like, you love barley wines. Oh, I, I do. wish they had another butter. I do love those, like, like sweet, like <clears throat> it's almost a dessert wine. Yes. Or, and beer. by wine I mean beer. Yeah, yeah. I know what you meant. Yeah, like we left, uh, we we left Greenville and we went by uh, Sunoco or a Spanx or something, and we got uh, there was a Dairy Queen in there. Yeah. And we got a Blizzard. I got a Heath Blizzard, a small one. I only ate half of it because I'm keto. <laughs> and it's not quite keto, but um, it's kind of like this. I wish they had a Nutter Butter Blizzard at uh, Dairy Queen. Oh yeah, I don't think they do though. Oh, you know they got Butterfinger, they got mm. Heath, Reese's, M and M's, whatever. But a Nutter Butter one would be good, right? That's a great, great idea. Mix some Nutter Butters yeah. up in there. Can you imagine like a Nutter Butter float? 
was like fancy root beer. <laughs> oh, what? That's what I'm talking about. That sounds delicious. It does. So we talked about sous vide cold brew. I've got all my stuff off the list checked off. What do you mean? Well, if you're a musician, we would force you into the carpet wall. Like, but, uh, play a song. But I not. have no rhythm. Oh, yeah, that is so true. You have literally no no rhythm. I have the opposite of rhythm. Do you enjoy dancing? Like, do you still mm. get, like, when dancing, do you get a sense of joy? Because I really like dancing when I'm the only one in the house, and I can just do all the goofiest things I want to do, but I like to do it to a certain beat. But if you like know I don't you don't... not like dancing. Like, I enjoy imagining that I know so like what I'm doing, alone. and I can keep the beat. Or like I don't know, cause you know how like you have to like sometimes you have to dance to a beat. Yeah. Like sometimes. Most of the time. I don't dance to a beat, so it's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I lose that. But you still have fun with it, or do you? Exactly. Does like, it bring you out of it? You're like, oh. Like there is that. Oh, there's always that, like uh, self-conscious thing, I guess. Um, Even by yourself. Well, no, not by. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, yeah. I don't dance in front of people. Right. So, like, if you can blend in when you're dancing in front of people, like, I don't know, if you're at a wedding and uh, people are dancing, mm-hmm. you know, slipping in, I don't know, it's also a wedding. It's one of those things. It's like public speaking. Uh, you either enjoy it and you love it and you can do it or you hate it and you, if you have to do it, you still do it and you get it over with. Right. Yeah. I don't know. That's a terrible answer. Yeah. <clears throat> So are you saying I need to install some cameras in this house because you're dancing all day long? I dance a lot. Yeah. You don't have cameras really? in this house? I dance well, a lot. Well, I mean, I've got a lot of cameras, but they're I not on a, until we're broadcasting. But I have a uh-huh. dancing playlist on my phone. Really? Love that. Yep. So you're, I'm not even going there. All, all right. right. So It's what, like Footloose. Footloose. <laughs> yeah, okay. just call me Kevin Bacon. The original. I like it. I thought you were going to go with the remake. I don't know what that guy's name is. I mean, it was good and everything, but come on. I never watched it, so I don't even know who it is. It was, it was fun. Yeah. The original is good. The original is the original. That's what you got to say. I'm not trying to say it's better or worse. It's just the original. Right. I keep picking up this thing because I see this note down here that I wanted to make an announcement um, about something on the last podcast. Uh-oh. So let me just do this real quick. <clears throat> so we talked about international bittering units. Uh, and I kind of explained yes. what that was. Right. Richard wanted to ask you a question about that. Okay, well, hold on a second. So <clears throat> I gave a description of it, but I don't think I really described what it, exactly what it was. I just kind of said what... I don't even know. I don't even remember what I said, but it's a measurement of bitterness in beer. Uh, one IBU is equal to one milligram of isomerized okay alpha acid can understand it per liter of beer per liter these are the main acids derived from hops say that so one basi- time one what one ibu is what one acids. one ibu is equal to one milligram of isomerized alpha acid per liter of beer and that's derived from the hops. So the hops that you're putting into that beer, into the boil, into the dry hop, whatever, you're getting these isomerized so alpha chemical. acids from the hops that are making that bittering unit. Does that make sense? I probably just 
made it even more complicated than it was. I think so, yeah. Yeah, it involves. But a I whole, felt like people like, were going to say, oh, you, you didn't even explain what a IBU was. I think people can also <laughs> look it up themselves. It might be easier right. for them to understand. They can useless... watch a YouTube breakdown. I didn't follow any of that whatsoever. All right. He well, said something about chemicals. We'll yeah, you started shouting off names that I couldn't follow. Isopropyl we'll post something Isopropyl. that explains it because I didn't explain it well at all. <laughs> Thank you for the interruption. That yeah, it's like a commercial. It's like a commercial. I, do, I feel educated. Not really. So earlier you mentioned something about IBUs, and I thought that's what you I were going to say. Yeah. It could have been just like I, I think it was ironically that yeah. I said IBUs. Oh, okay. I don't remember that at all either. Because be I remember saying IBUs, but I remember saying it genuinely, like uh, not genuinely. Um, Missing genuinely. Like without, <clears throat> like okay. hinting to something. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If, I don't know what the word is sure. for that. If there is even a word. Like if you're just using someone like else's vernacular. Like innuendoing. I'm just gonna say this word because you know what it means. Yeah. Yeah, but I just said it because I said it. Mm. What do you think if we were to combine half of this beer with half of the toasted marshmallow beer? Let's do it. If we were to put both of those together. Yeah, you want to try it? We do have one in there. Let's do it. Well, how about that, Brian? That's ironic. Let's try it out. You just happened to suggest something. Go ahead, grab one. Of one left. Okay, fine. I'll do we, it. We got half glasses right here. We'll pour some in there. You know what? I'm going to take what, the camera out for the adventure. See what the effect is. Everyone, you can get to ride with me. That sounded weird. And then we'll wrap it up in the carpet. But we're, we're not really because Richard's not a musician. Normally, we're, we wrap it up in the carpet over here, well, which means we're we going to do a session. We can still wrap it up in the carpet. We could do that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we could, uh, hey, Brian, wrap it up in the carpet. <laughs> yeah. We could do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a boring video. Wow, look at that. All right, hey, so we're so, going to do uh, a Nutter Butter oh, with yeah. a double toasted marshmallow. You know, we've already had this beer once, so... So we're going to do We might as well do something <laughs> weird with it today. That's right. A double I've already toasted, had this beer twice. A double toasted Nutter Butter marshmallow. You've had this beer twice? This beer. But it's one of the <clears> best. I we, thoroughly enjoy it. We're just going to pour this right in? Yeah. I think, you just, I think you should just... Yeah. There you go. That's good, I think. Just half it up. Half it up. This is a toasted marshmallow IPA with a another blonde barley wine uh, style ale. Let's just top it off. Interesting combination. We'll see. I don't see why not. Yeah, I agree. There we go. So we've got the. We'll put them uh, uh, side by side. Complex. We're doing this and this of uh, aromas. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's a little it's sweet. sweet. It's sweet. It's a little caramelly. You've got, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that caramelized took, sugar. Oh, yeah. You get a lot what of What if we took Cheers, the, the cookies off of the Nutter Butter, put a marshmallow in between it, squished them together and roasted it over a fire. Fuck, yes, And then drank dude. this? And then drank it. I think that would be very good. Oh, it's hard to do. I mean, got it. All right, cheers, everybody. So you could kind of compare that to uh, blending coffee and cupping coffee. You know, like tasting a single origin of one coffee. You know, I mean, you know, we were just drinking a uh, that Campans, which tastes pretty unique. Like, I have not tasted a beer that tastes like that. Right. And you get, like, a single origin kind of taste, and then you can kind of taste, Ooh. 
the combination of flavors when you add other components to it, like layers. You can taste the layers in that beer. Yeah. The uh, skinny vanilla latte from Familiari's Brew Pub. Yep. Oh that, my gosh, I just had that. That beer has layers. That's amazing. Like delicate, perfect, crisp, clean layers of coffee, milk, uh, vanilla, like that. Um, I want to say like that. Uh, it's creamy. Yeah, that um, like weedy kind of like rich. I don't want to say mm. blonde ale like sweetness. Okay. You know, yeah, it's light bodied, kind of sweet, but not because of the malt. Kind of sweet. You know what I'm saying? Right. <clears throat> and what's the what's the coffee in that? The the uh, the, nit- the straight up nitro cold brew. Ki- nitro. It's uh, still uh, coastals. Which nitro is, cold brew, which yeah. is Carolina That's evening. Amazing. Is that the cold Carolina brew? Carolina morning. Morning. That's the cold brew uh, coffee. No, excuse me, Colombian, Huila Colombian. Okay. Yeah. I mentioned that in one of the episodes. I remember that. Listen yeah. to that. And then I thought to myself, maybe I shouldn't have released the secrets. And then I was like, wait, no, I said no. that when I worked there, so never mind. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's I think it's out there, right? I mean, it's not a secret. No. Just like the choice. sexy seven is at the Coastal Carolina yeah. evening at uh, or mm. yeah, Oak Road. at Oak Road, it's, right? Yeah, uh, sexy seven. Yeah, it is Coastal Carolina evening. Yeah, that's the beer CC. Yeah, yeah, CC. That's right. That's right. Sexy seven. Yeah, yeah it's good. It's very but good. That skinny vanilla latte is amazing. They just released a cup of clouds, New England IPA. Yeah, and I, I had you. that when I was down there last Friday. Phenomenal, absolutely delicious. Colin was nice enough to give me an early drink since they were releasing at four, and we got there around noon thirty. Yeah. Oh, right. He's like, "You guys gonna be here till 4 I'm like, "Most definitely." <laughs> He's like, "All right, here you go." Yeah, have was, taste. Oh, so worth it. It was. Mm. And those guys are still dodging this. Absolutely delicious. No, they're super busy. He was running around like crazy the entire time I was there. Yeah. Absolutely. They're about to get a distributor, which I'm excited about. We'll be able to have their beer. Yeah, I thought they would have at different places done that already, but it's taken longer than I thought, or than they thought it would actually, but longer than I thought it would too. But that's just the way it goes sometimes. I I think it's the way everything goes. Yeah. Everything as far as opening a brewery to a coffee shop to distributing a beer, everything is two months longer than what it's supposed to be fucking take. Except right. making this podcast, we have sent this on a fast track. We're moving way faster than I thought we were going to. <laughs> it's way fast. We're like four hours in already. No, I'm not talking about this specific episode. I just no, mean we're not. The business in general. Oh, really? Like, we're like the uh, quantity of sessions. No, it's like the amount of enhancements that we've done so far. Uh, right. Yeah, it's equipment pr- progression? Equipment progression Everything. to style of filming or recording to how we're Everything. opening it. Inter- Everything is just constantly changing. We have different ballparks that we're going for. We're shooting for different goals now. We have a different game plan that we get to the next step. I mean, it's moving fast. Right. And I like it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going in a good direction. Is your phone still recording? <clears throat> I think so. Yeah. Want to go check it? I guess. <laughs> because this is not a good angle to continue to shoot in for quite a while. Because there's a three-way conversation. What does that mean? That means I only can film you and 
Brian Dales, but I'm a part of the conversation. We're still recording. Cool. So you're like a narrator? You said my battery is low. So I've become a narrator, like, as I was just talking. <clears throat> which now I'm going to like cut. Like, so-and-so, blah, 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 blah. It would be weird. You're listening to me blah, talk, blah, but all you're blah, doing blah, is staring blah, blah, at y'all blah, blah, listening blah. to me talk, and it's just right. uncomfortable. Right. So, right. so we, but got, we still got this angle. We got I'll that cut angle. to that one, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. fine. Hmm. So what else? I don't know. I guess we should start wrapping it up. Yeah. Because that's probably going to die soon. And we don't want to have more audio without video. Right. So, what do you want to plug? Yeah, Anything man. you got going on? Put Anything coming plug? up? Yeah, as far as photography, as far as the coffee shop, as far as markets. I mean, just mm. anything you want to plug that uh, you think needs to be out there in, in the ethos in the world. All right, coffee, or not coffee. Farmers markets just started pretty much, pretty much all over the state. I think this right, past so you got couple of weeks. But you guys are at Monk's Corner, right? You're uh, at uh, yep. Mount Pleasant. Yep. I'm just trying to write some notes so we can put it in the show notes. Yep. Uh, you're at the Somerville Farmers Market starting last starting week. this weekend. Yep. It's already this last weekend was the the, oh, the weekend, weekend after Flower Town Festival. Okay. The, so uh, you've already started out there. So the mm-hmm. Somerville Farmers Market. Um, what else? <laughs> Richard Mallet Photography. I mean, I mean what are you so doing? like, I mean, you can call like the warmer spring months early summer months like wedding season like at least the start of wedding season i think i would say so yeah more people are starting to have their weddings right um i mean as a freelance photographer that sometimes means more gigs <laughs> wonderful on... amazing wedding photography Excuse me. so totally worth looking into richard if you're going into a wedding or engagement photos or anything well, thank you. most definitely and you're not going to charge two arms and a leg for photo shoots. That's true. So That's it's true. a smart choice and the best choice. Yeah. Richard Mallet don't work. <laughs> I'm glad you remember that. Plug. I had it written down right here. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Mallet don't work. That's <laughs> yeah, one of those things. I imagine it more of like a portfolio. Yeah. You know, Richard good. Mallet don't work. It's like. <clears throat> and you're doing stuff, not just weddings, but you're doing stuff with uh, musicians and stuff too, right now. Yeah, musicians, For, uh, the post and liner notes and and CD content, yeah. whatever. What are you yeah. doing with the post and courier? Ah, uh, just really like the the definition of freelance photography is what I'm doing. Oh wow, that's super cool! You're just shooting stuff and seeing if they want it. Well, they give me assignments. Oh, that's and, even like, better. That's super cool. You're like Peter Parker. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That's well, not, cool. not, not, no, no, no. Because doesn't, well, Peter Parker sold his images that he took to the newspaper, right? Right. Yep. Yes. Yeah. They more like contract me to like, hey, go shoot pictures of um, dogs at this pet expo or gotcha. Uh, portraits of these dogs with these um, pet owners. Uh, this, this week I'm doing. Avondale in West Ashley. It's kind of some lifestyle shots, people shopping, some good people there, right? drinking beer at um, Charlestown Fermentory. Yes. I love drinking beer there. It's, I'm thinking of it as kind of an excuse to go down there <laughs> and enjoy a uh, sun gazer. Oh, for IPA. sure. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's uh, one of the classics, but they've got so much better stuff down there now. I mean, sun oh, gazer yeah, is that's great, but. They've got a lot of new stuff down there at the moment. Oh, I cannot wait to get down there and see what's fresh. Yeah. Oh, I need to go. 
It's certainly been a minute. I honestly think it's almost been a year. Well, at least 10 months. Here? Know. You mean? Since I've been to Charlestown oh. Farmatory. The brewery. Yeah, like their location. Been. Never been? It's a sweet spot. One day I was lucky spot. enough to like the, pull the parking up front. Kind of sucks, but yeah. The, well, I was able to pull up front, right in front of that garage door. Canoe on the top of my truck. Just got back from fishing. Nice. Pulled in. I actually did a U-turn into that spot. So Ooh. like, it was one of those like somebody had just left, scooped right in there. What's that brunch mm. place? The Junction. Yes, thank you. Oh my! Gosh. I knew exactly what you were talking about. I have been about. trying to come up with that because there's a buddy of mine. John, the junction in Park Circle, all the time. I've been trying to tell him the best brunch place to go. Yeah, is this one I'm spot in Park that. Circle, but it's not in Park Circle. It's a little bit outside of Park it's Circle. Close enough to like be reasonable to like get to you on a like a short time schedule from yeah. Somerville, but like you don't have to go all the way to Charleston to get like a good it's brunch. So good. It's a uh, it's yeah. perfect. You been? No. No. All right, we're gonna Straight have to up. go. You like bacon? Okay. It's amazing. Yeah. Right. I love bacon, eggs, sausage. They've got one yeah. of those sandwiches where it's like the uh, I think it's like bacon sandwich where it's like well you don't eat bread so I want to go right. Hey man, there yeah. are days for that. I'll give you the bread. Oh, I'll eat the bread. I could use it. I guess yeah. I'll take the bread. Give me right. the bread. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. The junction. Yeah, yeah. Junction. It's, uh, this week I'm so up. glad because we'll I've been meaning to text you about that. It's been driving me nuts for like at least a week. I haven't been since my sister moved out of her house before she went to Thailand. Dude, Where I don't think I've been Thailand? since wherever she went. Like the last Thailand. New Year's or something. Oh my gosh, it's been a really long time. Wow, we gotta go. We gotta get some brunch. Sunday's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's do it. Most definitely. Or just a Wednesday morning. <clears throat> Are they open? I feel like that was just a Sunday thing. Oh, true. Maybe like the specials. I mean, we can look you into it. You like those really fancy, delicious know. specials? I have no idea. The, remember how they have like them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would be much easier. Just some random day of the week. Probably less busy. Oh, my gosh. I'm just going to look it up. I mean, I've, I think the last time I went there, up. I think I waited. Yeah. We waited like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Stood outside in the sun. Took some pictures of my siblings. Yeah. Is it in Park Circle, the junction? Yeah, yeah. you can call it Park Circle. Yeah, it's like, it says the junction Park Circle. Yeah. That's it. The junction kitchen and provisions. I want to eat it right now. It's kind of like they got a grocery section. That's right, they do. Mm-hmm. Right. Super cool place. So let's see. Owned right, by a veteran. Once we figure this really out, veteran owned. we'll wrap it up with this this information. Right. Uh, breakfast at 1 p.m. Awesome sandwiches, comforting brunch, a few drinks thrown in, uh, so gathering spot, boy. amazing community, Tuesday through Sunday for breakfast and lunch all day, Tuesday brunch on Saturday Sunday, and Sunday. on Monday. I like that. We are vegetarian, nice. vegan friendly, gluten-free options, Ooh. local fresh hen eggs, beer, wine, cider. Uh, Check it out. Yeah. It's a good spot. Sounds good. Please. Saturday to Sunday brunch, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. That's... Caleb's recommendation, best place to get brunch. All right. I'm on it. Let's do it. We'll go. We'll post it. So let's wrap this bitch up. Yeah. All right. Richard, thank you for coming in. It's been a real pleasure. And to everyone else, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. Adios. Adios.